I know. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to back to another episode of the podcast. Um, on this episode, I actually managed to get a guest. I know, be who um, I actually did it. Um, shout out to my friend Darwin. I'm gonna have him on in just a minute. I'm gonna call him, um, and we're gonna get it in. We have some. Uh, I have a couple topics that I really want to talk about uh, for this podcast episode. So stay tuned for this and. Um, yeah, um, if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, yes, I managed to get this on Spotify. Um, thank you, guys. Um, you can also subscribe to me on YouTube at Revo TV, R-E-V-X-T-B. Um, if you're not listening to this on Spotify and you're watching the video, you're watching me right now speaking to you directly to the camera, um, then listen to this on Spotify. It's not that hard. You just go to Spotify, look for The Geek Realm of Hose. Long title, The Geek Realm with Hose. Um, it should be there on the podcast. You follow me, uh, you follow the podcast, and you just listen to it if you're like on a long drive to work or whatever the case. So um, without further ado, I'm just going to go straight into calling uh, my boy Darwin and seeing if he's, he should, he seeing if he, he's, he's here. Oof. I need to tone down the volume of the headphones. My headphone volume was loud. Yo, you can see this recycling bag. Can you take this recycling bag? That looked terrible, dude. Let's see if he's he's here. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hey. It, it worked. worked. We did it. Here we are. Hello. Okay. All right. How you doing, Darwin? I'm doing great. Got my got my my DoorDash. Um, you know. You have, you got, got DoorDash. Got some, some what did you cheese from <laughs> and and some and some and some chicken a chicken burger because it was close. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Before they raid it, you managed to get yeah, some just chicken. A, just, a <laughs> bit, just a little bit. Ah. Before they freaking exactly. attack. Um, before I get straight into the topics, oh. Darwin, um, you do you do YouTube I videos, sh- right? Like you you are. I don't, I don't know. Would you say you're a YouTuber? I sh- I, you know, I I do YouTube videos, and every once in a while, I I like to stream uh, on YouTube or on Twitch at uh, Soramoto. Same one, for, same for Twitch, same for YouTube. Um, I don't really keep a consistent schedule. It's mostly just like whenever I want. It's always like late in the night anyway that I stream, so it doesn't, you know, but I play, I, yeah, I play I games mean, on there. Sometimes I post vlogs, but it's mostly just games on my PS4. I know because I'd be seeing like, <laughs> sort of streaming this and sort of streaming that. And I'm like, oh, what is I'm he like playing three now? in the morning. And I'm just like, oh, okay, okay. Um, I saw your Final Fantasy stream a little bit um, because I was like curious how it looked, the yeah. new game. Because I was like, I was like, I'm gonna get this new Final Fantasy game, but I was like, I need to see exactly like how the remaster version is. It's like... fun. I think my favorite part of that is because, uh, in preparation of the remake, you're talking about FF Seven, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, in, yeah, in yes, preparation yes, of it, I uh, I decided to play the original FF Seven on my Switch, and I played just mm. a little bit past where the remake ends. And one thing that I noticed is that they were very faithful in recreating the the characterization of some of the characters. 
like it like it it was in the stream so i could i can probably like give it away but there's a point where like uh where barrett asks uh cloud like how old he was or or something like that and yeah. Cloud was like i'm oh no barrett says something like barrett says like are you 20 years old or something or are you 20 and clouds in cloud says no i'm first class soldier first class and he goes no i meant how old you were you stupid idiot and he goes uh you know <laughs> and, and like he's that's he's a, like that like clouds like he's trying to be cool but he's just kind of lame yeah yeah i mean that's why we love cloud though i mean he's so like relatable in that sense because like imagine well at the same time though it was kind of cringe like that that respond is is, is very cringe because like imagine i you responded with that like i'm like hey how how you doing darn i'm you just be like i'm i'm doing first class well, well, well like, that's the thing is that's the thing is so, like over the years over the years like cloud kind of became characterized by this like grim dark emo like i'm too cool to even respond to you type thing but that people mm-hmm. forget that in the first game he's kind of an idiot and he's kind of like he's kind of bumbling around like he's pretending to be cool but he's like Oh, fine. I guess I care about the environment, but it's a, it's fun. It's a That's fun. True. It's a fun game. Yeah, definitely, definitely pick it up. I don't know when it comes out on Xbox. I think. Uh. Yeah, that's what. That's the thing that's that's bothering me. I'm just like, is it out or is it not? Like you know, I've been double. I haven't double checked recently, so I don't know if I could confirm whether it's I, out or not. I think it might be I out, think, but I think Sony has. A, either way, Sony has a, a year long exclusivity on it. Yeah, because. Sony's fucking Sony and they get well, 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 but, it? Uh, <laughs> uh, the one thing about FF7 specifically is it was the first uh, Final Fantasy game to come out for PlayStation because uh, Square Enix and Nintendo I don't know if they mm. had like a falling out or some sort but um, previously Final Fantasy was a n- Nintendo title and when they couldn't when, yeah, they, yeah. when they couldn't make the new Final Fantasy for N- Nintendo, Nintendo basically said no, and they went to Sony. They basically designed FF7 to be. They said we want, we want it so that Nintendo basically goes bankrupt. Like we want them to fight really hard for this. Like we want this to be so good that you have to buy a PlayStation for it. Like sacrifice your Nintendo for the PS1. So it's it's good you know and and the the story so far I haven't finished the original either and I haven't finished the remake. But from from what I've seen so far, it's it's holding up pretty well. That's always good because like, the one thing for sure was the graphics. Like, yo, the graphics they definitely did up upgrade it. Whether it was a good or bad, so I I saw some people online saying it was like, they don't know how they kind of like. It's like when when Halo like updated their sort of uh, graphics, people were like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck is this? We don't like the monsters in this." For some weird like you know like people kind of like the blockiness of like certain characters so. But for the most part, everybody keeps like generally saying, like this shit's fucking beautiful. Like this is breathtaking, breathtaking beautiful. Like how they were able to like keep it, but also like just update it in the way you probably should. Kind of like hopefully they're gonna do with the Justice League movie, but <laughs> we, we shall see. Ooh. Oh boy, the Snyder Cut has arrived. You know what? I'm I'm so excited. I mean. For it. I mean, let's go, let's go, let's just go to that, because that's the topic I want to talk about, because it's like, (laughs) are you really, like, are you genuinely excited for it? I'm curious to know, like, I'm actually curious to see, like, your perspective on it, because you might have a completely different take than I do on it. So what do you mean? Justice League's the best movie in the world, right? 
<laughs> you're right. You're right, man. I can't. I can't dispute the great Zack Snyder. I, I, His plot devices it, are second this, to this whole. This whole thing has been going on for so long that I just. I want. I, I'm glad that it's coming out so that people will just like stop talking about it. You know. So you know, with your well, brand, <laughs> the fucking fans just keep going, man. Like I was like at first, I was like, yeah, release the Snyder Cut, but then. I kind of stopped and then I'm like, whoa, people are still going. Like, I thought it was just, I thought it was done. Like, but people kept bringing it back and here we are, like, fucking well, years well, later. The assumption, so. the assumption that people make is that Zack Snyder made a whole movie and WB decided no and they got Joss Whedon to do some reshoots and add some scenes where where we had to CGI um, um, Superman's mustache. But the case is that Zack Snyder had to leave the movie early. He didn't finish the movie, and Joss Whedon came in and filled it in. You know, I don't really know if people are aware why Zack Snyder left the the movie. Is because he, you know, mm-hmm. his his daughter like died. Like, of course, like he'd stay away from like you know, like let me just stop. I don't want to. I don't want to make my little superhero movie. Let me just take care of my take care of my family for a quick second. Um, yeah. And the fact that the yeah. bat the fact that the backlash is like, but release the Snyder cut. It's kind of insensitive to me but now that it's now that it's being made because it's it's being made it's not it doesn't exist it's got to be created first um i i can't wait to see if it if it does live up to people's expectations or if it's if it's better than fine but if it's worse i wonder what the reaction will be either way well um it's interesting that you say that because i am on the train where like i think if it's all Zack Snyder, like I think it's just gonna be better because I remember when we saw Justice League. My biggest complaint about that afterwards, why I felt so fucking let down, bro, was because I could tell, I could tell when Joss Whedon directed scenes. Like you would see Jason Momoa, and he seemed a little like his color scheme was a little off. There was something about his color scheme that didn't fit with Zack's color scheme. I mean, they tried to fit it in, but you could clearly tell it was a freaking reshoot. And it took me out, bro. Like, I was just like, okay, this is a Josh Whedon shot. This is a Zack Snyder shot. This is a Josh Whedon shot. And then it kind of made me, like, just feel like I was watching, like, a pit, like, like a put-together movie. Like, not a movie that was meant to be, like, shown. Put, just put together. Like, fuck, we gotta, okay, let's just make this and show it because we fucking need, like, Justice League's coming out, so we gotta have it, something. It almost, it almost but felt it's like, like a movie that was cobbled together from the work of another director that didn't finish the movie. <laughs> well, the thing I thought, Josh, at first I was actually, like, on board. You know, they got, like, the Batman animated series composer to come in. They got, they put the, that music in there. So I was, like, on board. I was like, Josh Whedon is not terrible. He might be able to fit. But the reshots, the reshoots didn't, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, how could you think that people weren't going to notice that this was a reshoot? Like, it was clearly like those scenes were clear reshoots. It was just not I mean, like. I mean, even if you look in the trailer, like there's that shot of uh, when the Justice League confronts Superman when like you know when they bring him back to life and like the the trailer mm-hmm. the trailer that scene is shot so that it's supposed to look like it's at nighttime, but in the full movie it's kind of like the the sun's still out. Like I think it's like the crack of dawn, but these characters like every single part of the 
the design aspect of the characters, like the, their uh, their outfits, the way the shots are filmed, were all based under Zack Snyder's vision of like this movie takes place at nighttime and nighttime only. So like, so like some of these characters, like there's that shot of um, there's a shot of them on the roof, uh, talking to talking to Jim Gordon, right? And Jim Gordon, you know, he's dressed up in like normal people clothes and. Batman kind of fits in the scene because he kind of blends into the environment, and you got fucking like Wonder Woman and like and like the Flash and Aquaman, and they are all like brightly colored. Like these outfits like, were not designed for this color scheme. It's like someone took a took a bloom filter over the whole scene, and and, yeah. and, and like and just yeah. re- increase the exposure on it, increase the contrast and all the colors. Be like, well, we need to have more than three colors in this movie this time. So, yeah. Which I told, like, I get though. Like, I get why they would do that, but at the same time, it's also like, it doesn't work. Like, <laughs> like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You gotta look at it and be like, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Because Shazam, the, we, you know, Shaz- like Shazam, that color scheme is, you know, it's kind of like more colored and more saturated than like Zack Snyder's vision, but it still fits in the universe because it's still kind of gritty. But it's not like to the point where like everything, like you said, is nighttime. So it kind of fits. So you could see Shazam in the world, but it just—I don't know, man. It's—it's a—it's—it's it's, it's like a teeter totter thing. My whole th- thing is I'm just—I just want if it's Zack Snyder and he's behind it because it seems like he really wants this to happen more so than anything. That's why I'm kind of like, I get. That's why I'm kind of like, okay, give the man a chance to like make what he wants to make. Because I don't know if you've seen, like, online, after this became a thing, and because it, and after it got, like, uh, approved by HBO Max, the guy who directed, this might seem stupid, but the guy who directed Dave, uh, David Ayer, who directed Suicide Squad, came out and said a bunch of things about how they fucked his movie up, and... Well, I mean... I don't know, man. Well... It's, I'm just, now everybody's, like, release the Ayer cut of Suicide no, Squad. No, <laughs> let's leave it what is it gonna compete with the suicide squad uh you know the the reboot oh the new one yeah the, you're the, right the reason right, the reason right. why shazam works though is because uh who directed shazam david s Sandberg. did anyone yeah. else come in and take over why, why well, there's like, your, yeah like, i mean like, there's your like, answer why, like how does wonder woman work because because patty jenkins came in made a movie and no one stopped her the the problem that the problem that uh, WB has is that they keep they keep hiring these like visionary directors and they keep telling them what to do. It was the same it was the same problem mm. with uh, the Suicide Squad movie, where they they had a story they had like a clear idea of what they wanted the movie to be, and then and then they mm. saw uh, what is it what is the is it Deadpool that came out. And then they said, let's make it, let's make it that. Yep, you're so right they, on. They said, let's make it that. Like, you know, I think the original version of Suicide Squad was supposed to be a bit more, like, not as um, wholesome or like, not as fun. It was a drama. Yeah. It was a complete, like, dark drama. Like, Dave, David Ayer came out and said, literally, the whole movie is not what it was supposed to be. Like, what came out was not what I wanted, but I just kept, sh- I kept quiet. Because. And then, and then, uh, and, and then they, then they saw how, how well Deadpool made. Uh, in the box office, and they're like, "Let's make it, let's make it kind of silly. Let's make it fun. Let's put like green spray paint over everything, and um, you know, yeah. and I, I don't know. I, I I feel like 
I feel like at this point that the movie has been it's it's literally like butchered so much that I don't know if I could even see it in any you know release the air cut I don't think I could even I don't think I would even like that I, <laughs> I think that just like leave it alone I feel like they should just they they're trying so hard to to catch up to Marvel but they're not being patient with it because what Iron Man mm-hmm. one came out like two thousand eight and then the next what is it like uh, Iron Man two came out like two years after that and and then you get Thor and then Iron Man three and whatnot like it, they took a while like like, like America, between yeah. Iron Man one and the first Avengers movie like how many movies pass in between then but they went we're gonna introduce Superman and then we're gonna have Batman and Wonder Woman and then we're gonna have like five villains and then we're gonna have the justice league and like that's barely that's barely like i can count on like six movies where they introduce these characters it's like that's not enough time like i don't know who these people are yeah that that was that was the biggest complaint um that was the biggest thing that everybody because like it's hard to not compare the movies to marvel movies because marvel movies just did it they just did it like they gave you a McDonald's burger and you liked it, and so they kept giving you it and you enjoyed it. And at the end, they they give you like some never before seen burger and you fucking ate it up. And there's no point in DC for trying to catch up. Like that's my biggest thing is I'm like, if I was in those rooms, I'd be like, dude, we're not gonna fucking catch up. Let's just go at our own pace, and the movies will speak for themselves. Like these characters are like arguably more popular, so it's like just make good movies. And the characters will break the records. Like, Wonder Woman, people came out for that fucking movie. Why? Because it was about fucking time that Wonder Woman got her own movie. Like, big, big movie. Like, it's just... So it's like, they have the characters. The Flash. They are fucking dropping the ball on The Flash. He is quite possibly one of the most interesting Justice League members. I am so upset about that because I'm just like, dude, give my boy a movie. You're fucking him up. And now Ezra Miller out here doing stupid stuff. I'm like, stop. Stop. (laughs) I'm like, I need my Flash movie. Stop. (laughs) It's just, but at the end of the day, I want to see the Zack Snyder cut. And I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of am curious about the David Ayer cut only because he says that he shot actual things that the company that edited the movie that Warner Brothers hired said no we're not we're you you need to cut that and we're going to reshoot that and cut that and they specifically pick things because of Deadpool it was clear it was Deadpool like and they were like oh shit we got Harley Quinn fuck that's our female Deadpool what do we do so and then it just it didn't work though like they just got to you i mean you hit the nail on the coffin when you said they got to leave the directors be and let them do what they got to do that's why i'm like i need to see this Zack snyder fucking cut because we need to see what the man had dark side is coming bro like there's a bunch of shit that he wanted to do that i need to see i i just especially with corona i need to see this (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why but i need to see this well with all the shit going on in the world he's gotta gotta get something out of there i mean gotta get something i don't know i i i I feel like you could trace all this, like all the missteps, all the way back to when they decided to go for a third, uh, for a third Batman movie instead of moving on with the Justice League, because uh, because mm. right after the Dark Knight came out, uh, they were gonna make a Justice League movie, and I, 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 a, a while yeah. ago there was like screenshots that came out of like people like they got all the costumes ready, they got the Justice League in, and they were getting ready to shoot it, and then they decided you know we're gonna go we're gonna go push for the Dark Knight Rises instead of the Justice League movie, and I feel like if they had 
start at least establish maybe not start with the justice league movie but maybe like establish that they want to connect start their own like um cinematic universe if they started way back then by now Mm -hmm. they could have started doing the you know they could have started introducing the justice league and you know the suicide squad because like these things these things they take time you can't you can't just jump in and introduce like all these characters who have like these varied backstories you know yeah 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 no it's not it's not and like marvel marvel's not entirely um uh their their hands aren't clean of this either like uh like they do they do they have like several missteps where they they introduce the big ensemble cast before they start introducing the characters by themselves like what movie just what movie just got announced for marvel (laughs) at the most inopportune time was black widow and if you've seen the last few avengers movie you know why that doesn't make fucking sense well, people wanted it, but I mean, if you haven't seen a event, if, if anyone hasn't seen a event, like what the fuck? But like she, di- like she's dead. Like wh- the thing is, like I get that the, her backstory is like unique, is interesting, and I do want to see that. But I'm just like, it's kind of like the whole Wonder Woman thing where I'm like, it needed to come out yesterday. Like that shit needed to come out after the Avengers came out. Like if, the, but because. Well, people don't want to talk about it because it's Marvel, but they never saw her as, a, even though it's fucking Scarlett Johansson, they never saw the character as a plausible character that people would watch. And, and they were fucking, they're idiots. I mean, the, the executives that do this are fucking dumb. And that's why I'm so glad Black Panther exists because Black Panther himself wasn't even supposed to exist. He wasn't even going to be brought in because Kevin Feige said, we don't need him. People were like, what the fuck? That's literally one of the main guys of the Avengers, and you're not going to have him in there? You fuck. Like, what? So I'm so glad that somebody came in, stepped in, and was like, Kevin, this needs to happen. Because you need people there that actually know the fucking content to be like, you don't realize how much of a bombshell this character is, that once you drop it, like, it's going to make you money. You don't even realize it. Like, with Deadpool. Bro, that's just a perfect example. They didn't even utilize the character properly. Then you actually do the research and you see this shit's fucking insane how popular this guy got. Why? Because he's just a fucking entertaining character. Just let him be who he is. Just let them be who they are. But, you know, studio heads don't understand and they want to make money. So they want to make the strategic choices. But at the dispense of this we get like cuts like this where people are like give us a different version the version that has supposed to come out you have to have people you so have i don't know people who actually like care about what they're doing and actually have a plan mm. as to what they're going to do with the characters they're given you know because because the reason yeah. why the deadpool movie works really well and the reason why the deadpool movie is like why in the movie deadpool is characterized so well is because ryan reynolds love specifically loves deadpool so much you know like he can he can he can, yeah. he can uh, he's a big fan but not only that he can actually understand what this character is supposed to represent past the point of like just playing the character and like being a parody version of that character like he's he's um I don't I forget what the word is but he's kind of like enveloping himself in the character like he's he's being yeah. he's being Wade Wilson he's not like you know he, he understands what that means in a movie like what are some of the things that you need to establish in a Deadpool movie you know and that's just something that not a lot of directors can understand and honestly I mean it is kind of hard to find someone that can do that can direct a proper movie if you don't 
you know, if you don't know what these characters are supposed to represent, you know? If Kevin Fe- if Kevin Feige didn't know who Black Panther was and he couldn't find someone who who knew who who could understand what the character was and then the movie came out anyway. Well, that one specifically, like there were options. Like people were like we can give you a fucking list of people who would make this fucking movie ball yeah. <laughs> and we could give you a list of actors. That that one was a no-brainer that they just shat on for a long time. But but, but, but just like but just like if it's if you can if you just like half-ass it, then it would then it wouldn't have been the fucking cultural reset that it was. You know. There's there's a reason yeah. why there's yeah, no, reason why you're Black right. Panther is such an important movie in the in the cinematic in the Marvel cinematic universe cuz it's fucking good. Because because the person that yeah. directed it understood what the character is. Ryan fucking Coogler is the shit. Under, he understood yeah. and exactly he understood like you know what are the what are the things that you need to you need to hit you need to establish Wakanda you need to establish who Black Panther is as a character and what he represents, you know, and it, it's just it's hard to come by if, if you're just sitting around with a bunch of suits walking around going like what's this one Harley Quinn, you know, she looks like a. That she looks, looks good. like a dumb bimbo. Let's make her a dumb bimbo. <laughs> never mind. Never mind the fact that when she was introduced, she was a fucking uh, psychology, uh, psych- psychologist, like a doctor. Well, uh, well, David Ayer said in Suicide Squad she was legit the crazy Harley Quinn that people you know expect. But that's the other. That's the know, other thing that's super and... weird is because if you read comics now, that's like, uh, it, when you watch a Suicide Squad movie, she's like all goo goo gaga for Joker, but like that's no longer the case in the comic books. And the... oh well, because well, the interesting thing about comic books though is because they got so far ahead now where it's like, well, yeah, she's established, and now they're introducing a new character for Joker and. Yeah, the comics are far, far ahead from where we're at. The the movies right now. I get that if you introduce a character, you have to go into the backstory, but it's it's just kind of weird seeing people again going like, "Oh, my boyfriend's the Joker, and I'm Harley Quinn," and I'm like, "Ugh, that's really what you want to model your relationship after?" It's just weird seeing that in public. Yeah. Because of because of the Suicide Squad movie coming out, and like everyone's like, "Oh my God, let's be." Let's be Joker and Harley Quinn for Halloween. Like, yeah, and they're like this, these couples walking around. Yeah. That's really... I don't know how I feel about that. The fact that that's a, that's a thing that's coming back. I don't know. Well, I mean, kids don't realize the, like, intention psych- psychologically of the characters. So they're just like, that looks cool. Let's dress up as them. But it's like, <laughs> um, no, kids. They're an abusive relationship. Uh, that's not what you want. <laughs> well, the pro- well, the problem but is... It- that's the thing that David Ayer was trying to show, though. Mm-hmm. But it, I guess it was too gruesome, too much... Or just too too much, I guess, that the studio was like, we can't show this because it's not a healthy relationship. So we gotta have her goo goo gaga over him. But it's like, that's not what it is, though. That's The, the thing is, like, there's a reason why she ends up leaving him. There's a re- You can get to those reasons if you establish that relationship as a toxic relationship. Like, toxic relationships are real. If you avoid that, you're going to sugarcoat everything. People need to see that so they understand. But, I mean, look at Joker. How much? Like, dude, come on. Like, I'm just like, they're stupid. I just think at this point, it's like, it's like, just just listen to the directors. You just give them the money and they'll do the right shit. Because Patty Jenkins knows what she's doing. Ryan Coogler knows what he's doing. These people know what they're doing. They fucking know the characters. Someone pointed out that... uh... the difference between uh, Marvel heroes and DC heroes is that Marvel heroes are just like 
normal dudes who just happened upon superpowers, whereas whereas <laughs> yeah. DC characters are usually like gods and kings, like Superman, you know, like mm. is like a god, like a, a god figure. Wonder Woman is like, you know, like the same thing. Like she's like it almost, she's like damn near invincible, and she's, she can fly, you know. Uh, Batman yeah. has yeah. money. Well, Batman is <laughs> Batman's the interesting one because he's the one that we can be used as our scapegoat to be like, oh, okay, there's these gods, and then there's Batman. You know what I'm saying? We can chill with Batman and see the perspective of gods through him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they literally have a movie that's going to come out called New Gods. We'll see how that does. Um, it has to do with Darkseid and his whole apocalypse family. So, But the whole thing is, the interesting thing is um, that this whole DC thing, is really like like they really just they were gonna get the ball right and they fumbled the shit out of it only because they listened to what people wanted and granted people want many things and we're seeing like we see it all the time people change their mind like every day they're like i want this today i want this tomorrow if you listen to people it's not you're not gonna make the like a cohesive you know story that people will follow like marvel was like we'll listen to you we'll listen to you we'll throw in some little easter eggs but we got our main story going on. Like, we got our main thing, and you will, trust me, when we get to the fucking end, you'll cry. And what do people do? They fucking bald. So it just, you just gotta, like, trust what you have. And I don't think they have that right now, and that's the sad thing. They're, they're trying, they're trying I, so hard I want to, them to. They're trying so hard to please everybody that everyone just ends up getting pissed off at what they do anyway. So... You, yeah, can't, so, you can't cater yeah. to the fans who are already there and pull in people who are who have the opposite, the different and opposite expectation of what these characters should be or what they want from a movie. Because the people that are going to come watch this are Batman fans and the Wonder Woman fans. Like, imagine, like, if they if they just made the Wonder Woman movie and instead of characterizing the character as a, as a wonder woman they just decide oh she's gonna have this different backstory now just because it did well during the test screenings and that's this is what this is what this is what everyone's yeah. watching these days so let's let's do that let's have her let's have her work in the city and then she she discovers a tiara they... and she becomes wonder woman i'm like no 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 you know like <laughs> that, that that feels like a legit conversation that could happen in a room full in a i feel like it happened bro <laughs> read these comic books or have no idea what this character is you know yeah, no, I know exactly. I feel like that conversation did happen because they definitely... Wonder Woman has, like, a few backstories. Um, there's the George Perez one where she was made from clay. And then there's the New 52 one where she was, like... She's a... she's They say she's a demigod. So a god fucked, you know, a Themyscarian woman. And here comes a demigod, Wonder Woman. And so that's the one they ran with. Because uh, the clay one realistically like i could see it like if you were to show that to in a movie like kids would be like oh that's cool but like people adults that you're trying to get would be like what the f I, that's no that's bullshit how is she made from clay so they did have that conversation but like that for her that made sense um i don't know but um i don't know we'll see how this justice league movie I'm, turns I'm, out I'm we'll see for the batman movie with the I am too, though, frankly, only because of Matt, Matt Reeves. And that motherfucker put his foot down in Warner Brothers and said, I'm making my movie, whether you like it or not, or I step step aside. Here's my, here's my, I literally directed apes, like digital apes. 
I can do this shit. <laughs> and and Warner Brothers had no option. They had to be like, okay, you're they right. Need to learn, they I need mean, to fuck. learn that the reason why these movies are doing well is because they hire excellent directors. You know, mostly excellent directors that have an idea of what their movie is going to do or, or what their movie is going to be from beginning to end. And they need to just step aside and let, and like, let them make the movie and, and stop fucking with it. You know, finish the movie out and, you know, and let it go through the test screenings. Like, like don't, don't like cut it up because you saw a Marvel movie. It's like, oh my god! Like you know, like a, a WB exec just walked out of the new Spider-Man movie. It's like we need this to be more like Spider-Man. You know, like it's like it doesn't really have to because the reason why I liked watching the DC movies is because they have a different tone from the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Dude, I heard that from everyone I asked, like coworkers I used to work with, like just random people I would ask, cause you know people nowadays watch comic book movies like it's regular, and they don't read comic books, they just kind of like it. And I asked one of my homies a long time ago, I was like, what, what, like if you had to choose between Marvel and DC, like what's the one thing that differentiates it between Marvel and DC, and why do you like it? And he's like, you know what, like I like. DC movies because they're darker and I was like really I was like a lot of people are shitting on DC movies because they're dark but he said I'm tired of the jolly Marvel movies I like going to the movie theater in a superhero movie where everything's the same to see a darker version like and I was like that makes sense because if we're seeing all these Marvel movies that feel the same it's refreshing to see like that's why I don't think they should completely change the tone and I'm so glad what they did with Shazam. I think that if they could just replicate that a hundred times, that'd be fucking dope. Uh, then they'll be able to master the tone difference and be able to see like, yo, these are our this is our character bubble, and it's different from Marvel, and people like it. So it's like there's no. I mean, my biggest fear with this whole thing that I wanted to talk about too was um, Henry Cavill. I don't know if you've been keeping up with him and Superman, and I fucking love that man as Superman. I don't know what it is. But I love that man as Superman, and he is my Superman. Is it his like I good like, looks and his large penis. Yeah, no, it's not even just about his good looks, bro. It's just, <laughs> it's just he's. It I don't know what it is about him and the character. <laughs> no, bro. He just. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Me too. Me too. Same here. Yeah, his abs are just. His abs mm-hmm. are perfect. No, but like he, uh, he was gonna leave. Like he threw. He said, "I'm done." Because his contract was up, and so it made sense, you know. But he still, there's a side of him that was like, I'm going to leave. But then there was a side of him that was kind of like, you know, like Hugh Jackman was like, this is my last movie, fuck it, I'll do another one. This is my, okay, fuck it, I'll do another one. He was like, I can't leave Superman. And he was like, if they if they discuss something with my second movie, if I get a second movie, then, I'll, then we'll see. If not, because he was going to be in Shazam. But because of contract and negotiations and things, he just didn't... They had to CGI a different person. But he was going to be in there. And now they announced... Or I don't know if it's official yet. I saw, like, different articles. I don't know if it's real. But they did say that he is already talking to Warner Brothers and they're discussing a new contract and he's going. he should be coming back. Well, I mean, he was... A, so I was like, yo, I mean, you saw let's the, fucking you go. saw that the, the live stream when the, the Snyder Cut got announced. <clears throat> like, uh... I didn't watch the live stream, but I saw the reaction oh, um, to it. Well, so, so here's what happened. Um, Zack Snyder had okay, Zack Snyder had uh, his own little live stream, and then he had people come in, and then they asked them, was like, when are you going to release the Snyder Cut? And um, Zack Snyder, 
um, didn't announce it, but he invited a guest on, which was Henry Cavill, to announce the Snyder Cut. So his involvement as Superman is still probably on. I mean, he wouldn't go there if he wasn't be like, yeah, you know, he wasn't gonna go there and be like, no, yeah, I, no I, I mean... quit. Watch, watch Mission Impossible. Yeah. I think I think the reason. I mean, I feel like I feel like Mission Impossible just came out, and he saw people's reactions to uh, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. He was like, "Listen, like, I, I got this Mission Impossible thing. I can't shave this mustache. You, you know, all that. But now, but now I feel like now I feel like Henry Cavill's like, I'm hungry. I could eat. That could be, you know." Like, <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. My blue spandex on, yo. I can still wear it out. Still wear it out. (laughs) That's a good point. I didn't even. I was more like fanboying over it because, like, he's like the Tony Stark, if you will, of this universe where he kind of just started it all. But you're right, though. That makes sense because he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much he made from The Witcher, but that's true. He is in The Witcher. I completely. I I watched like an episode of it, and I just. I couldn't because I was afraid it would turn into Game of Thrones. Yeah, it, no, it's not like Game of it's it's different, <laughs> but but it is give, the first episode's give, a little rough, but the <laughs> yeah, like eight <laughs> I haven't finished it, but it's not Game of Thrones for sure. It's not, oh. but um, but so we'll we'll see. I know Ezra Miller. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is up with that guy. Like. <laughs> just oh, i want my flash movie but oh. this man i don't know the thing is like that video if we if we just we don't even have to like talk about it too much but like it seemed weird like i saw it and i was like is this real or was this staged i wasn't sure i legit wasn't sure if it was real or staged um it i don't know why like i mean it's, it's a very short clip but we're talking about there's a video going on about where ezra miller's like choking out some lady the subway or something like that. That um, one, that one. And yeah. and the the reaction was like in knee jerk, but at the same time, I'm like I'm wa- I watched that video and I was like, uh, the situation it feels like uh, they would <clears throat> in his if I feel like in his defense, um, people like him like celebrities get flocked all day and he was by himself and, and you know, part of me feels like they weren't leaving him alone. Yeah. That doesn't excuse how he reacted. But at the same time, he no, sounded, no. but at the same time he, he sounded exasperated. He sounded like he wanted to be left alone. Um, so I get it from that angle. Um, it seemed like the lady getting choked out was like more uncomfortable than actually like actually being hurt. Like she was kind of like giggling, like kind of like, ah, you know. Yeah, that's why I was like, this feels weird. It felt weird. I don't know. The video felt off. And then because like all the reaction, the main reaction to it was like, fuck it. Oh, Ezra Miller's canceled. Cancel, cancel and I was like wait a second I'm not gonna lie I, I've been choked out I'm not choked out but I've been choked you know in jujitsu plenty of times um, to know the difference in combat what like a good choke is and what a stage choke could look like and I'm just saying that looked like a possible stage choke. <laughs> like, the way Ezra's foot planning... I don't know. There was just specific things where I was like, I don't... This guy... Either this guy's not really that strong, or this girl's really just that... Because I was like... The way he was holding it, I was like, she could break free. She could. Most women could. But I was like... 
why didn't she like I she, I don't know the it's just there's too many variables in that video where I was like fuck if please don't fucking get rid of him let's just just tie him down just tie him and then just just release him when this flash movie has to come out but <laughs> just like make sure he's fine let him do a little fantastic beasts if he needs to but just he just uh, I really want my flash movie I just we can't ruin that why shit don't, why not and get if the, they got to recast the, why fuck why it get the flash from the CW they actually did a. I don't know if you saw that. They actually did a crossover. Ezra went into that universe. Oh. They got him to be in that universe. I don't know how I felt about it, but it was cool. It, it, it bothers mean, me that the TV shows are not in the same continuity as the movies. Because like Agents of Shield is consistent with Marvel. The difference I think is they. I think DC established. Especially because they did it in the comic books that there's a multiverse, and that's probably what the C- the TV shows and the movies are kind of like why they're gonna explain they can't cross is because this is a different universe and this is a you know and the only way they can cross is for these two you know so I guess that's their explanation of it but you know it's just they, legal they can, shit they, they don't cross, want the TV people to be on Miller movies. and uh, Gal Gadot is too expensive to go on a TV show. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's all that. Really, but, really like you know, like legit. That, yeah. But the multiverse. So, yeah, so. Exactly. That's, how you, that's how you explain it. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, Henry Cavill's back. We'll Maybe. see. People want Ben Affleck to be no, come back. I don't no, want I think he's coming back. No, I, yeah, I'm, I want to wait and see Robert Pattinson. I was like, if Robert Pattinson does well, like I'm fine with him just taking over. The thing also with the Flash is they want to do a Flashpoint movie. Which I'm not sure if you're familiar is like a re essentially a fucking reboot. Yeah. Yeah. So if they make that movie, that's easy money right there. That's that's easily but done. But the thing so. is, it's yeah. gonna star. Um, it's gonna star all these characters who. That's the who thing the general too. Populace, I don't give a shit. Who is this? Who is this man who was like ninety percent CG character? You know why do I? Why should I care? Like Flashpoint, that that whole bit has so many in- interesting parts of it, which only yeah, makes sense to you good, yeah. if you establish the character. I think one of the most interesting parts of Flashpoint is the fact that Batman is not Bruce Wayne because in Flashpoint, Bruce Wayne died. It's Thomas, and and the Joker is Martha Wayne. I think that's an interesting dynamic of that character. But that's only if you compare it to the dynamic to the dynamic between uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman, and actual Joker have. But if you have nothing mm. to compare it to, that's your baseline. And so now the the actual normal version of it is the foreign is the foreign version of this dynamic. You know what I mean? If you introduce no, I totally get it. If you introduce yeah. Joker and Batman in this universe to be Martha and Thomas Wayne fighting each other. Then when you go back to the actual universe, then it's just weird, and, and it's like, well, this isn't nearly as interesting as the first one, but I mean, like, it's still, you know, it's still interesting in the sense that it's, it's cool. Ba- it's good I mean, versus bad, but, but it's neat. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, no! I was just, I was just commenting. No, you go. It's, it's <laughs> like the, 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 the dynamic between husband and wife have that extra layer in it, and it's meant to be a one-off. But if that's how you, you introduce the character, then yeah, it's gonna feel a little bit weird. Uh, I I feel like I feel like they should not um, continue with this whole like co- contiguous universe. They started this with Shazam, where like they'll have little references to to Superman. They'll have re- little references to Batman, but in in all sense of the world, the word they are completely separate movies. Like Shazam 
might have a crossover, but like it's not to do with anything that else that he's got going on. Whereas the Marvel movies, because they established that oh when this character is here then he has to be there like he can't go off and do his own movie at the same time like it's contiguous whereas the whereas the dc movies can all happen all at the same time because whatever they're just like they're like comic book issues and i feel like that's where they should take their angle because it's too late it's too late because if you really want to do the cinematic universe you have to start over and they don't and the thing the problem is they're not gonna want to i think they do and that's why I think they want to do the Flashpoint. But I, I agree with you. I don't want that. I don't want them to make that movie only because I know they're going to fuck it up. For the very reasons you said. Like, there's you need things to be established. And they don't. They just don't fucking have it. So, I, I don't know. I'm torn on that whole, like, cinematic universe thing with the DC movies. Only because, like, I feel like they could still somehow, like, make it work if they just fucking just fucking look at the the justice league unlimited animated show or look at young justice like the way they structure their storytelling characters come in and out and it's cool but you don't need to like have a like it all be like a complete mashup and have everyone like you know what i mean like something can be standing alone like you just said like wishes am something can stand alone but still have a like a cinematic universe established so I think it could be possible, but I don't know. We'll we we'll, we shall see. We shall I feel see. Like, I feel but like uh, if, if they were to do something different, um, they should they could fill in the hole that Fox left, which is I was super sad about the I was super mm. sad about the Fox acquisition of uh, Disney acquisition of Fox. Well, we get I mean we get to see Wolverine in Disney in Marvel movies. Yeah, but. I don't know. The, that might be a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. The fundamental difference between the the um, the Disney movies and the Fox movies that they were starting to get, they were starting to pick up their stride and then they got bought out, was that the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. you call them Marvel movies because that's their own genre, the superhero movie, right? They basically created yeah. their own genre and like um, they revolutionized the idea of a cinematic universe. That's fine. They're really good right. at that. But Fox came at it from a different angle where instead of trying to make their own superhero movie, they they decided, we're going to make a comedy, but it's going to have Deadpool in it. We're going to have a horror mm. movie, but we're going to put the New Mutants in it. We're going to have a Western, mm. but then we're going to put um, Wolverine in it. You know, it's It's genre plus superhero and how that dynamic affects it instead of making... A superhero movie in the style of this, you know, they they came at it from the exact yeah, that, opposite angle, it, yeah. and those movies that I just listed out are interesting. The New Mutants is still not out, but like the trailer that I saw was super super interesting. I want to see that shit. So um, bad, but yeah. the movies that that did come out, uh, Logan and uh, Deadpool, even Deadpool Two, fuck it, are like really really good movies because they stuck with their genre and they just incorporated superheroes into that movie, you know. It's 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 like it's like the, it's like a, it's kind of like bringing it's kind of like a, a, a normal setting but in the context of what if one of the characters was a superhero and you could totally do that like if you had a director that knew how to do that you could totally do it you know but um, mm. DC keeps trying to mimic um, DC wants to mimic Marvel movies but they keep hiring directors that can make Fox movies well the thing is they just gotta let them make those movies that's it 
that's your secret. Just let those motherfuckers make no, the movies. But I, they no, but I saw just... Spider Man the other day, and it's gotta be like that. And I, you know, like, and I saw even. I, I, yeah. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we shall see if they, they, they have it solved or if they do anything. But one news, news story that I did want to also talk about, only because I, I do know you are a fan. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, remind me if you saw the movie, but they announced. Um, the crew's coming back, and this little hedgehog is gonna be on screen again. Have you seen? Did you saw Sonic the Hedgehog in I, theaters? That I did you? Wanted to, I never got around to it. But shit, I do know that. <laughs> well, I mean, I do know that. Uh, I do know that a sequel was teased, so I do know about that. So, uh, and cons- cons- it's been officially cons- announced. Considering how well it went, I, I'm not surprised. I didn't get around mm. to watching it. And by the time I wanted to watch it, so I'm not gonna go. Down, so. so then I'm not gonna spoil. I'm not gonna fucking no. spoil it. Even though, like, it's it's not that you know, it's not a complicated no. movie. No. Like, it's supposed to be for kids. It's, you, know? it's, it's like, the you and your kid. You yeah. Let's everybody can enjoy it. It's a little getaway, um, and it. But it was good though. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, even though it was just that, like, I didn't expect it to be like an Oscar award winning film. But it was. A surprisingly good movie for what it was like it wasn't terrible yeah and the thing that would have been so ironic is if they would have stuck with the original design <laughs> that would have been all the only thing that people would have talked about was the original look and they'd be like bless you and they'd be like They'd be like, oh, Sonic looks terrible. Sonic looks terrible. Sonic looks terrible. But they wouldn't focus on, like, the actual things that... They put in so many Sonic Easter eggs, bro. You need to... It's so many Sonic Easter eggs from, like, the games and from just the whole Sonic lore that I was just like, jeez, wow, dude. I can't believe they put that in a movie. And they did it good. I I wanted them to keep the original Sonic design. I know, I know. For a minute, you did. (laughs) No, I said, I said, you know what? No, if this is going to be terrible... Fuck it up, make it, <laughs> make him worse. Give him a giant, give him like a pig nose, like scrunch up that nose harder. No, you know, give him buck teeth, you know, like like fuck no. it up, do it. I I would I will line up. I'll be first in the theater. I'll buy all the merchandise. Well, I am. I do. Listen, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't watch a version of this film that just dropped that just dropped earlier this year in that design because i fucking would a lot of people would they want to see it for some weird reason i don't mind like i just we already have a version where he looks accurate so just you know what i mean like i thought they were going to do that with the blu-ray release just be like ha, this is what it kind of could have looked yeah, like they, but, they, didn't, they um, didn't they did not include that oh i i wish they did i no, would watch both i would that's the thing. That's a, what a lot of people were saying. Because I was like, embrace that sort of meme, meme, that meme aspect of that character you created, and just fuck it, just fucking roll with I it. Because now you have a good Sonic established thing. Sonic the Hedgehog game. <laughs> hey, it's possible. I, wait, it's wait. You actually made me think like, about like something. Sonic like, Forces Two includes the, the Sonic Boom Sonic, and then also movie. I Sonic. think they. Yeah, I think they did that in a mobile game already. So I think they're starting because it got That's popular. Hilarious. But I, I know that I know that yeah, Sonic so. Forces came out with like a, a T-shirt for your character with Sanic, 
the meme Sanic. That that meme was also in the movie. I'm sure it was. The meme was in the movie. (laughs) No, you know what? I want Tails to show up in the next movie, and he looks exactly like that old Sonic design. Or or Ugandan Knuckles. Fuck it. Well, I want you. Listen. (laughs) Ugandan (laughs) Ugandan Knuckles. I'm gonna fucking go for that one. That one, you that they need at least like give an Easter egg of that one. They need to at least do something with that one. That, that one cannot be dropped. That that's legendary. That, that <laughs> Ugandan knuckles is perfect. If, even it, perfect. even if you just have a shot of knuckles, um, going up to like like say the plot of the second movie is you know knuckles is trying to you know he wants he's coming after Sonic right and he's like I've got to I've got to get him yeah right. And he goes up to a character, <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, like, I know where Sonic is, and he goes, do you, do you know the way? And then it just cuts. <laughs> cut. Cut back, cut back Bro, to Sonic. I would fucking die of laughter, and all the kids would be like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I'd fucking be dying of laughter if they did I that. Think- but that, that's perfect. I mean... That's perfect. That's it's what they should do, honestly. It's classy, you know? Like, it's not, it's not yeah. horribly racist like that, Joey. You don't gotta do it with the fucking accent. Just let the character be. <laughs> no, you know what? No, it's the one, it's the one line with the accent. Like, he speaks normal the whole movie. Or, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? I thought of something. Why not just have Knuckles and his tribe, like, what? have one of his homeboys come with him, slide through, and he has the accent, but Knuckles doesn't. Oh my, I, think, so, yeah. I, think be, I think that would be more racist than if Knuckles was <laughs> I don't think, but I also think dropping it randomly he's, would be like, what the fuck? That, that random guy is, that random guy is the only one in the tribe that speaks like that. Is that- <laughs> everyone else, everyone oh. else has like an American accent, and then you have the one guy. That would that I, I I would like to see it. Um, <laughs> that's, that's I think it. I think the re- part of the reason why I wanted um, why well, actually I like two big reasons why I didn't want them to change it was one when I saw how awful it looked I'm like great because now I know exactly and now I know exactly <laughs> where this movie was gonna fall because like if they fixed it like if they made the CGI good then I was no longer sure what this movie was gonna be because like I think. Uh, I forgot who I forgot who said this, but uh, it might have been uh, it might have been Matt from uh, Two Best Friends Play, but he said that uh, he he likes a movie that is a zero a zero or a ten. There's nothing worse than a movie that's a six out of ten because you want the movie to either be fucking stellar or you want it to be shit, whereas just middling. I disagree. I think I think. <laughs> I think I'm coming at it from the angle where um, a movie is more memorable if it's really really good, or if it's really really bad. Whereas if it's just, or if oh, it's just, no, if it's just yeah, like, eh, then you know, like we get so many eh movies that come out that you hardly remember them, you know, like. But then you, but then you yeah. have like really really good movies that people still talk about, and then you have really really shit movies that people still talk about. There's a reason why ten plus years later, and Tommy Wiseau is still like hosting the room showings in theaters because that movie fucking <laughs> sucks. But people will come out and drive to go see it with the guy that made it. It'd be like, I made a film, and it's like, yeah, you sure did, buddy. <laughs> go see, go my, see my movie, movie you know. Uh, that's a good point, though. I'm not gonna. 
I'm not gonna say it's the it's a wrong point. I mean, I just see the <laughs> because it's it's something I probably wouldn't ever thought about. The fact that you brought that was just like, yeah, that's not you're not wrong. I mean, like because those are the most memorable movies, you know, like the ones that are really fucking terrible or the ones that are fuck like Jesus Christ. Those are the memorable movies. You're like, you're definitely right in saying that. And that's why it's not wrong. I just, it's Sonic, and it's just like, I don't want it to be that. That's the only thing. <laughs> it's like, if the first movie is just okay, at least we have a chance of making the next movie, like, better. That's 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 it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, and the fact that we know that there's going to be a second movie, I'm hyped up for it. I know all the people are hyped up for it. The, I mean, when I went to go see it uh, with Stephanie, uh, with Steph, we... We were sitting next to, like, a family, and there's these kids. Like, they were, like, I think, like, three, four years old. And I was like, these motherfuckers don't know shit about, like, Sonic. You didn't and, have like, a OG Genesis. Sonic. And, yeah, you don't, you don't <laughs> fucking own the original Sonic Adventure on CD. You don't buy the Sonic CD itself. Like, you don't, come on. And, and But they came in with, like a, like, a Knuckles toy and a Sonic toy, and, like, they were both fighting, like, this is a better character, this is a better character. And I was like, damn, yeah, okay, okay. This is the way. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, guys, Eggman, Dad. And I was like, these motherfuckers, okay, these little kids. Okay, y'all smart. Like, y'all, I'm watching. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, shut the fuck No. <laughs> this is my fucking movie. <laughs> this is for me. Not for you. <laughs> this is for me, my twenty-three-year-old self. That was a, that was, but, uh, that was all the thirty-year-olds uh, going to see the new Star Wars movies. Oh God, oh God, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how to follow up. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like the people being like, "Shut your." That's not. And I'm like, okay, can we like at least enjoy the movie, bro? Like, <laughs> the original Star Wars is the original Star Wars. We get it. But, bro, chill, please. Please, just for a second. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But, yeah, so they are announcing a second Sonic movie. It's happening. I'm kind of excited all about it. Only because Ben Schwartz actually was really fun, too. Like, the way he voiced Sonic felt like... He used some sort of tone voice. Like, he didn't really change his voice that much. So it wasn't really... I mean, it's fucking bad. That sound like Sonic. But... He has... He, uh, yeah. But, you know, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. There was a few things that I kind of was just like, okay. I guess that's just the movie version. But there was... Mo- generally, everything was pretty on-beat Sonic. And that's what, you know... That's that's the, that's what we re- the at the core of it. That's what it was, and so that makes me want a Legend of Zelda movie. <laughs> I know you you gave that you give that face, but I swear I I they, there's a fu- there's listen man. If fucking the Lord of the Reeds exists, how, why wouldn't Zelda be possible? Because I'll give like, you one reason. Your okay, give me give me the reason. Think 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 about think about so it for a second. Uh, if if like like think about like the Legend of Zelda games for a second, like, where it's mostly like you're all, you're alone on a on a quest by yourself, right? Yeah. 
When does Link ever talk? When does, when does Link ever talk? He does not. Which means, if you're gonna have a movie, and it's gotta have dialogue in it, because because <laughs> your main character, your main character cannot be the silent the silent protagonist. He's gonna have a. He's either gonna talk, which I don't want, or he's gonna have an ensemble of characters around him. Fuck, I didn't think that went through. I know. I'm sorry to just crush your dream. Like, like, like there was, a, there was like talks. You of, did, there, was like, <laughs> there was like talks of a. <laughs> there was like talks of like a Zelda Netflix series. I don't know if that was ever real, but like, I think I would be more. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if uh, if it was more in the style of like the Witcher series where you know Link wanders into town and like he solves this problem and like it's a or actually like kind of like the man kind of well, like the first episode of the Mandalorian where he walks into town and like he solves the problem and then he leaves and it's you could have a you could have a you could have an episode of a TV show where like all the other characters are talking around him, but I don't know if people would actually sit through a whole movie where the characters don't talk because even like a. Mm. I think the closest thing that I could ever see where the main characters of a movie don't talk was uh, Wally, and even then, you still had people towards the end start to talk. And uh, I watched that recently, yeah. and actually, a good portion of that movie is just Wally chirping around, which is which I was really like, because I remember that movie being like halfway through, and the humans <laughs> yeah. just start showing up and talking, and I'm like, get the get 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 <laughs> fuck the humans, get, the, get, the, get, the, get off the screen. But um, but actually, it's like more like two thirds of the movie is Wally and Eve just like hanging out and like you know retrieving the plant. But um, they still had to. I think talk. that's probably that's probably why. Okay, let's say okay. Here's my pitch. Okay, hear me out just for one okay. second. For just for one that's minute. Fine. Here's my Legend of Zelda movie pitch. I know the video probably stopped in my phone, but. Um, what so have you seen mad max like any of the mad max movies okay so max himself doesn't really talk that much either it's mainly the world he encounter encounters and is live like not living in but like in at that moment that sort of furiosa comes in all these characters come in i think you can have a similar situation with link because a lot of it is world you know like world establishing make the world it's gonna be a lot of cgi but make the <laughs> make the world be the star and have these other characters like link could just not talk that much but he could be helping let's say like a, a villager family or like something on his quest on his overall quest and that could be like a possible film but it is difficult though because it's like you i mean like you said before but it's well, that's just, the thing. Like, either I, I think it could be a thing. It's just, it's, it's gonna need like an actual like auteur director, like an artiste, like an, a fucking visionary director to like make it be like, yeah, this character doesn't talk that much, but this is my movie. Because I think if it's like an action adventure movie, the, I think it could possibly be not bad. I mean, like, Zelda, I, want, I would like to see Zelda it. directed by Wes Anderson. Wait, oh fuck. <laughs> You just got. You just. I like, don't know if I'm ready for that one. In the corner. I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> not talking. It's all yellow in the background, and he's not talking. What? No, but uh, like, if he again, like, if you're gonna have a. I was thinking more like Denis Villeneuve, but yeah. Wes Anderson, fuck. That's all you get. Like he's the only one available. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get Wes. We gotta get, fuck. Gotta get Wes. It's just get Wes. Wes. <laughs> um, but if, 
again, if, if you're going to have the Zelda movie, it's, it's either going to be Link either talks the whole time, or you're going to have to have the ensemble around him, and it's going to be it's going to be Link and the Link and the Link the Linkettes basically just talking around him. But not if they, I guess, but not if they establish like a character that could be more than just like could you know have that emotional link. Uh, unironically, to Link <laughs> that could sort of make the movie go. That is a positive. That is a po- Well, I'm thinking Zelda has to show up like at the like. No, Zelda, Stephanie's turning down my 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 theory. Well, right the thing now. is, the thing is, the, the games the games already have that. Like, um, the only game that doesn't have that is Breath of the Wild. But every single Zelda game has you the silent protagonist and there's something around you that is like your npc that basically talks you had uh you had navi yeah. in in uh, okay. in ocarina you had the sword in uh, in skyward sword you had midna um so there's all there is always that one character that is around link to do the talking for him but i don't know if that one character talking to a silent protagonist is enough to carry a plot that runs over the course of two hours you know because yeah, then, then you're going to have to cut to Ganondorf just, like, you know, terrorizing Zelda every once in a while. And it's like, mm. This is true. You know? This is true. I was just give hopeful. Because I know a lot of people are... The Legend of Zelda movie. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. I mean, I would be, I would not be opposed if they did a Legend of Zelda Netflix series. Um, that would... I would I would not be upset at all. <laughs> Um, I just I just think about all these possible games that could be seen as movies now with Sonic opening the door because a lot of people were like oh shit like this is one add it to the list of good video game movies. Let's see how many other, how many other movies are on that list. Not that fucking many, <laughs> but it's there, <laughs> and that's what matters. The, the reason the, the reason why I'm so apprehensive to the reason why I'm so apprehensive to like. Uh, to adaptations like that is because Hollywood has a tendency to, you know, test screen, and it's got to go with whatever the, te- the the audience results say instead of, like, being true to yeah. what the movie actually should be. The reason, like, um, Sonic the Hedgehog is not based on any game, it's just its own story, you know? That's fine. But, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of the same thing with, uh, with Detective Pikachu, where, like, that's not exactly based on a game. Like, there is a game called Detective Pikachu, but it's its own plot. But um, more often than not, whenever you have a, <clears throat> whenever you have a movie that's based on a franchise or a property that is not um, a live-action Hollywood movie, it usually turns out kind of, uh, like Ghost in the Shell, like Speed Racer, like Transformers. So, oh, well, wait, 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 wait. Before you, Speed Racer was not terrible. I'm gonna end the call right if now. You... we can agree to disagree but i thought it was it was for what it was i mean speed racer itself like is there's not you know speed racers speed racer is like kind of hokey but it's kind of like you know yeah so what well i like what the next the next one on my list was uh was the last airbender and then dragon ball evolution Mm. and you know Mm. that one hurts you i know yeah I don't even have to. I don't even no have to ask. I don't deep. even have to ask you. I already know it hurts. <laughs> that would not just me, bro. The moment you say that, 
a universal whoever's listening to this that's a Dragon Ball a universal groan everybody fucking hates that movie bro it's just like you can't speak about M. Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender to anybody it's just or they will they leave the room but you know my favorite I think part? The Last Airbender got put on Netflix and you know Netflix will have like a little trailer if you're like hovering over the icon yeah it's on Netflix like what the uh, like, 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 like on Netflix when you when you hover the icon to a movie it'll play like a, t- a trailer in the corner if you hover over The Last mm-hmm. Airbender the clip that it plays is the one clip that everyone talks about where you have like the five the five air, um, earthbenders doing their giant like haka basically and then they do this giant they do this giant <laughs> ha and then like a tiny pebble a tiny pebble flows from one side of the screen to the next cuz cuz that that thing was shot wrong <laughs> that whole movie was I shot mean, wrong i mean it is but it was everything written wrong yeah it was it was all wrong that movie that movie shouldn't have happened don't watch it yeah but anyone anyone but, with uh, my voice don't watch it but the, i just mean like the two after uh, that was just my thought is like after sonic the two properties i would like to see either in netflix or movie film is the Legend of Zelda. I just want to see it. I just want for just fucking just fuck. And then, <laughs> and then Metroid. I don't know why. I do Metroid. But I feel like Metroid would be fucking dope as a cinematic film. Like the amount of shots you could possibly make of space and oh my like it it'd be fucking sick. That one I just that's just that just to me I, I think of so many directors that could possibly make that shit dope. See, it's see just, Metroid works because Samus talks. Also, yeah. I mean, yeah, it works better than. Also, uh, also, uh, uh, Metroid itself is based off of uh, Alien, so you already have that. You already have that establishing mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. the character, you know, in the movie setting. Which, which I actually didn't know until like later on when I played like this. I forgot which one I, I forget which one I played. Where I was, I looked it up and it said inspired, and I was just like, what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I not know this? Like, what the yeah, fuck? I love Ripley, that movie. Like, Ripley was based off of, you know. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, was. fucking obvious. Yeah, but. I'd watch. I'd watch. So a I think that movie. one would be fucking sick. I watch a Metroid movie. I mean, they're not making any fucking games anytime soon. I mean, they will eventually. They're working on it. I don't know what's taking them so long. They, start, they were going to announce something, over. but like. That's the thing. They don't want, they don't want to release it unless until unless it's like the way they exactly want it. But it's like like they announced they announced Met, they announced Metroid Prime Four, and then I think a year or two later, um, they had a guy come out and be like, "Listen, uh, it, <laughs> we had to start over. Sorry, please please understand." And then they and then they have not spoken up about it again since. Um, yeah. But I think the people that are making it were the people who were in charge of Metroid Prime originally, which is a retro studios. So at the very mm-hmm. least, it's going to the people that made the original Metroid Prime games. So I trust it. And the fact that they're starting over and the fact that they're willing to start over and have the actual guys work on it um, gives me a little yeah. bit of faith in it. But it's just like, I just want to play it right now. So. Yeah, same. Same. I really want that fucking game to come out. I just... I never realized how much I miss Metroid until like they announced Metroid, yeah. the new Metroid game, and then I was like, 
holy shit, I fucking missed this. Like, I'm just like, dude, this fucking game was bananas, and I just fucking miss it. Do you play the, you play the Prime series but, or, like, the original Metroid series, like, the 2D ones? Well, I played... Mm, well, I The Prime series is not bad, but the 2D ones for me... That's where you go to. ...were gold, bro. <laughs> I don't know what it was about it, but the side scroll, I just... It was fun. It was fun. It was it was a good time. It was it was something different. Like it felt like familiar, but also like completely unique yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. And like the character, the, there was the character of Me- uh, like Samus is so fucking interesting to me. Like I fucking love that character. Mm-hmm. And then the it's just, I don't know what it is. Just, she seems so fucking badass, but also so different, but also so ambiguous, but also so like there's so much there with her that I'm just like fuck, dude. Like if they. Mi- there's just so many layers to it that I'm just like, if I start talking about it now, I keep thinking about like, oh fuck, I gotta go play the game again, but I don't have my fucking Game Boy. <laughs> I think, um, I think uh, the just to tide you over, there is a game that came out recently um, called Hollow Knight, which came actually came out. Like, I I've Hollow been playing Knight. it. Hollow Knight Hollow Knight mm-hmm. is excellent. It is like the best interpretation of like a, a, a Metroid send up that it could possibly be. Um, also, it's got the same amount. Of, it's like the lore of I really, really do not want to call it like the Dark Souls of Metroid because I absolutely hate that comparison. But but it is exact. That's exactly what it is. Where it's kind of like a grim, dark version of like the mm. Metroid formula on a two D side scroller, and it just it just plays really well. You know, now that you mention it, I do remember some of the levels and some of the areas in the in the levels that did feel Metroid esque. Like you know, like you were like in space and like or just like in general, like it felt very like the way Metroid's backgrounds were, it felt like that. So I do definitely know what you're what you mean by that and it's it's very interesting. like sky the thing about side scrolling games is like they're fun. And I don't I don't see why we kind of abandoned it and like left it and like and been like, well here's 3D and it's like 3D's cool, but side scrolling is not terrible. Like there's nothing wrong with side scrolling. Like side scrolling's fun. There's like, a lot more. There's but, a lot more. Uh, well, Mario still fucking exists in side scrolling. There's, there's a lot so more it's like, indie that's, devs coming out with the uh, with side scrolling games and lots of interesting games that are coming out with side scrollers. So like you got like Hollow Knight, you got like Shovel Knight. Um, you know, like mm. all, all those guys that, that put their games up on Kickstarter and whatnot, like, they, they pretty excellent games, you know, and, and side-scrollers still exist, it's just that the focus these days are on the bigger budget, like the quadruple A games, so. Yeah, which I totally, which, you know, makes sense. I mean, like that, did you see the new trailer for the Assassin's the new Assassin's Creed game? Unfortunately. <laughs> it was pretty underwhelming, look, it was pretty underwhelming. But they only showed. I have a, I have a tepid like, what, history what, what, with the Assassin's Creed games. Wait, why? But don't you love Assassin's that's Creed? The, that's the thing. Is like, I love I love Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's just that every single like every single time they try to. Here's the thing. When that when that trailer came out for for uh, for Valhalla, I was like all for it. <clears throat> But then as soon as the guy shoved the hidden blade in that guy's face, I was like, oh, it's an Assassin's Creed game. Like, it could have just been... It could have just been a Viking game, but they had to shoehorn in the Assassin's Creed story in it. Because, like, this team, ever since they they swept... um, Ever since they abandoned the overarching uh, modern-day setting, 
I just kind of went, okay, just just go historical. The best parts of like Black Flag is a game I never stopped talking about. The best part of Black Flag is when it doesn't talk about the Assassin's Creed shit. Because as soon as as soon as Edward Kenway starts talking about mm. the oh I gotta talk to the to the um, the ones who came before and I'm like ah oh, can you not like just go back to the pirating shit because it is a pirating game and then um, now with uh, mm. now with Valhalla uh, I'm sure it's gonna be a good game and it's gonna play really really well but like um, you complete a mission and then the game will pull you out and be like hi it's me I'm Layla from the modern day and I just I I don't know how much mm. I I don't know how much I care about the modern day at this point. They they kind of screwed the pooch on it a little bit, but you know I I'm playing through Odyssey very slowly, but like it it's pretty. I really like the way it plays, and I'm excited for Valhalla, but I really mm. wish that it was not an Assassin's Creed game. <clears throat> hmm. hmm. That's interesting that you said that, because. There are some people that probably do enjoy like that little minute, you know, little like east little, you know, shove in there of the original. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting that that like making a game like that, not focusing on that and just letting it be what it needs to be sort of is the way to go cuz like you will get like original people, but that game is not going to like go away. Like that, that, that's the thing. It's like you keep shoving, if you keep shoving something down, it's people's like, it's not like it's still there. Like, but this is a different time period. So that, that I, I never played Odyssey and I haven't played Black Flag. So I, I haven't seen them do that because I only played like the, I think like the first two. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't, fo so I haven't followed up. So I don't know that much. So that's why I can't really speak. I can't really. But this Valhalla one, the only reason is I fuck Vikings, dude. Like, I, I fuck hey, it. Like, <laughs> you got me with Vikings. The cool, part. the cool part is that it's like a Viking game, right? And I'm not saying that's that. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's not the cool part because it 100% is the fact that you get a Viking game. That's the best Ooh. part. The my problem is that compared to the old Assassin's Creed games, the the overarching <clears throat> story of the up until um, up until Desmond, um, up until like the end of that Desmond arc. Um, the story felt like a lot more cohesive, whereas this time it felt like you know they you notice they stopped numbering the, the games as well like after Black Flag, the, yeah, uh, because because the stories just feel very disjointed, and you can kind of tell they really wanted to focus more on the historical aspect of it as opposed to the actual, you know, the modern day story of it because you have like uh you have Black Flag who which is barely which is barely an Assassin's Creed game. You have Odyssey, which does not even have... No one's wearing a hood. No one has a hidden blade. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just a game that takes place in, in Rome. That, or, sorry, or like a Greece. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. and, and that's all... If you could have just had like a Greek game, you could have just had like a, a Viking game. And that mm -hmm. aspect of it will always be cool because this team knows exactly what they're doing in terms of like historical setting and like um, visual design and like gameplay. Like they're, they're pretty good at it. But one of my main draws for Assassin's Creed was the the hidden like the glyph shit. Like I remember playing like uh, I remember, I remember yeah. playing Brotherhood and like you do you do like the little subject sixteen puzzles and it's like um oh this this shit is it's like so cryptic like you like you do one of the puzzles and the and the screen just shows up and it's just a picture of Jesus Christ and it just tells you to go and I'm like what am I looking for and the game just like go. You know, it's like it's so it's like it's kind of like <laughs> mysterious in that way, 
and it felt like there was like something that you were it felt like you were actually trying to uncover something um whereas whereas after after they closed off that section of the modern day arc um they kind of didn't know what they were doing for a little bit and they started it back up so they have a new protagonist in the modern day but i'm just not as connected to it so so then would you that's interesting because then that makes me wonder or like want to ask the question of like so then should the team because this this see hearing you explain it makes me think the team who's behind the game should literally just be like okay we just we should like we should just drop the assassin's creed off of the top they should and just call it black flag da, da, da. and then if we want to go back to that game we can always go back and follow that like follow that story because it seems like if you're just gonna make a game about a different world like why do you do you need the assassin's creed like title other than you need to sell fucking copies that's exactly but, what it is it's like the assassin's creed name sells and you can tell that because i think it was either um it was either it was one of the new ones origins odyssey or valhalla one of them was going to release under the title assassin's creed stories um odyssey or something like that or assassin's creed stories um ragnarok or something like that where they were gonna they were gonna turn it into like a subtitle and Mm. and then uh or assassin's creed anthology or something like that and they were gonna have like you know it's gonna be this game taking place in this historical setting and but because they needed the assassin's creed name in there that's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna market it and uh i wish they had the the courage i wish they had the the balls to, the, to just to yeah. just release it as Valhalla, you know? Because that seems like the move. That seems like you should just fucking do that. Like, that seems like what you... Like, why not just put it at the top of the trailer, like, made by the people who made Assassin's Creed? Like, people will be like, what the fuck is this? But they don't think... I, they, I don't... They I, also, that, that kind of furious me a little bit, because... They, 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 <laughs> they also had the... Uh, they also did the mistake of, like, going too meta in it because uh the, the, the uh, modern day the modern day setting in black flag is you are um, you are an employee of, of abstergo playing black flag and i'm like mm, you know and and yeah. at some point it becomes too like all right i get it it's a it's a it's a it's a video game so just so just come out with a video i don't know why I don't know why you have to like sniff your own farts and just like you know you have to like put it under so much like disguise just like come out with a just just come out with like the viking game I'll buy your viking game um, cuz it's Ubisoft you know like you already know what the game's going to be yeah yeah huh that that kind of that kind of seems frustrating now <laughs> yeah, having no, to I'm talk not, to you about no, it just like sure, I get it now I'm sure if you play if you play Valhalla it's gonna be a Viking game and every once in a while they'll mention something about Assassin's Creed in it and it'll be a good game um, oh yeah and I'm not I'm not saying the games suck in that it's like the gameplay aspect or whatever it just seems like the creative team wants to make these types of games exactly but doesn't know how to without leaving the assassin's creed umbrella which is like just fucking jump the jump jump over the cliff bro like talk to like i don't know it just it just seems like if the team can like make it and it's gonna be look good either way like i don't i don't know 
Like, Assassin's Creed's not gonna go away. You you could always drop that back and come back to it. Like, it's not gonna go away. You could always follow up the story, right? Like, it's just... It doesn't seem, like, impossible for that to be, like, the case. Yeah. Because now, now then, they're kind of falling under that whole, like, Call of Duty this, Call of Duty that, Call of Duty this. Where it's like, I don't want... Yeah, I don't want that, you know? And it's just like... I mean, I mean, at least at least it's no longer like a yearly title like it was before, and that's the reason why the games kind of got burnt out a little bit. Was that a new one was coming out every single year for like forever, and uh, I'm glad that they took a break from that and they came out with an entirely different game. But I kind of wish that they just like, you know, gave it a proper conclusion, and then the next game just have it be, have it be its own thing. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. You know, like if the modern day is really really good then by all means try your best but i think that at this point i would much rather play as the assassin that you want me to play as especially now that they're introducing a lot of like rpg elements where like you customize your own character um i i Mm. feel like i feel like it's becoming less and less about the modern day and more about just here we're gonna dump you in this historical setting just go go play go play that see how that story plays out yeah That's, that's that's what I got for that I yeah. I, I await I, I um I am waiting um, nervously or cautiously rather <laughs> I'm hopeful for it only because I feel like it's not gonna be a bad game but I do feel like it might fall under that same category that we just talked about on well inevitably I think because of just the nature of the previous games. But I'm just, you know, I'm excited for it. It's Vikings. Fuck shit up. Yeah, it looks, it looks uh, cool. But, <laughs> but, you know. It looked cool. And I, and we I shall see. Fa- I enjoy the fact that they're actually bringing back the Hidden Blade. So that's cool. Because the Hidden Blade is an iconic weapon. So that's mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> I just, yeah. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I don't know what else to add to that. <laughs> But um, um, let's see. I would talk about da, 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 da. I think those are my main two things I want to talk about. We kind of touched on them. But um, mm. anything you want to talk about? Anything specific? Well, I thought that's rumbling in your mind. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought <clears throat> I thought you want to talk about the rise of Skywalker a little bit. Oh shoot. <laughs> Let's rise that conversation up. <laughs> I mean, I mean that movie, man. Uh, man, when that movie came out, I was, I was A young boy. Well, before it came out, before it came out, <laughs> before it came out, I was actually kind of lightweight, looking forward to it a little bit. Um, I was disappointed in the two movies before. I don't know how you feel about the two movies before that one. I I th- well, no, I know lightweight how you felt about the Last Jedi only because we talked about it right after uh-huh. the movie was over. Yeah. <clears throat> but, and I know you you enjoyed the Force Awakens. I right? I liked the Force Awakens because it was a, uh, it did what it's supposed to be, which was it was supposed <clears throat> to be a soft reboot. It's supposed to introduce these characters, and at the very end of the day, everyone kind of everyone kind of berated it because like it's just it's just a new hope all over again i'm like but you guys like the new hope so you know it's a reintroduction like 
think about the fact that there hasn't been a good Star Wars movie that that's come out since those since the original trilogy, or at the very least, a popular like a popular movie, a popular Star Wars movie hasn't come out since that original trilogy. So of course it's gonna try to it's yeah. gonna try to copy the good ones, and introduce it and introduce it in a way where it kind of just tweaks a little bit, you know. And I I yeah. like the changes that it made. It's not exactly a hundred percent a carbon copy. Of a, of a new hope but the things that it did do the things that it did do the same were all of my favorite parts of a new hope you know um mm. i i think i think the the main flaw isn't exactly in the rise of skywalker i think it's just that they didn't set up the trilogy like they did before like they didn't have a plan <clears throat> yeah i think they they had one plan and then the plan kind of went well, this way. The plan way. was to and make And then money. it kind of went that way. Bump, 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 bump. Okay, <laughs> the general plan. If we talk about like that, then yes. The studio, like Abe, whoever the fuck, what's her or face? Um, I don't know who's running. Yeah, her. Uh, she, she clearly wanted that. But I mean, I know for J.J. Abrams, there was like a plan for him. The only thing is, you hired Ryan Johnson. Well, not JJ. Well, yeah. come back. So here's so here's so here's the story. JJ uh, Abrams did not want to do the Star Wars movie. He was very comfortable doing the Star Trek movies because he was a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. And that sound and okay. that sounds shitty, but from his perspective, he's like, "Look, I really like Star Wars. I don't want to be the guy that fucks up Star Wars." So he was really that made, he was really yeah. really worried about that. But when he was like, "Look, we saw what you did with the Star Trek movies. Like, do the same thing with Star Wars. Like, we know you can do it." So he came out with The Force Awakens, which was a very very safe, very very cautious Star Wars movie. It's like, "Hey, here's here's my new characters. I hope you like them." And it's like, you know, like <laughs> it was a good movie. And he said, "Well, I'll just throw this in. Like, you know, oh, she has like visions of like the la- the lightsaber, and she has like you know her parents abandoned her. We that that's something that could be done." Um, we introduced the Knights of Ren a little bit. That's some. That's another opening right there. Um, she meets Luke at the very, very end. That's something else that you could do with it. Um, but the problem is that um, he didn't have a plan for another two movies. He came out with those two. He came out with the Force Awakens. He left all those open endings for whoever's gonna take over because he did not want to do another Star Wars movie. He said, I'm going to do this one. Whoever you guys get for the next one, I left them some openings. They can choose to do whatever with it, with it that they want. But here's here's what I've set up. I gave you guys something to start. Just just run with it. The problem, you're right, the problem is that they hired Ryan Johnson, who said, nah. <laughs> and the first scene literally is Luke throwing away the lightsaber. But yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like if they followed up on that and just kind of ran with it instead of trying to retcon literally every single thing that happens in the Last Jedi, um, I feel like they could have gotten something a bit more cohesive. But um, yeah, I I, uh, 100%. I I actually when you when you said you're gonna start to call at five o'clock, I gave me enough time to actually finish out because I was just watching. The Rise of Skywalker to just refresh my memory. Oh a little shoot! Bit. And I was a, oh, I was shoot. keeping, I was keeping track of like my thoughts during the movie, and like, mm. there's so many, especially during the very beginning. Um, hold on, let me pull this up real quick. It's it's like minute, it's ahead. like second one. I think I already had a problem. Oh, during the opening title crawl when there's like the dead speak. And then it's talking about how Palpatine is just sending out a broadcast. It's like, I'm alive, bitches. And it's like, why is he doing that? <laughs> there's like so many there's like so many things wrong with the movie that I just 
I can't <laughs> begin to explain why I, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> From the get-go, <laughs> the moment it started, there was this gut feeling I had when we sat down and it started. At first, I was like, it's, it might be good. But there was this gut feeling. I, I literally, because I know Steph was excited. So I didn't want to say shit. I didn't want to say shit. I was like, we're going to watch this. But I knew in my head, I had this gut feeling. I was like, this fucking movie is going to blow. You knew. Because I was like, dude. And then the fir- the scenes that followed up, I was just like, bro, come on. What are you doing? Like, what's so hard about making a cohesive movie? Like, there... Like, that's the biggest scene I had was, like, listen, The Last Jedi exists. Why do we have to act like it didn't? Like, it, there's so many important scenes in The Last Jedi, regardless of how you feel about it. How, why, why? Why ignore that? And why just go in with this random thing? And let's go back to this. Let's go back to that, because I did it in The Force Awakens. No, motherfucker. There was a movie before yours. <laughs> that fucking has value whether people liked it or not it has value because it, it moved the story forward it did it did things for the story whether they were good or bad that's up for debate but it did do things and for jj abrams to just be like fuck that it's just i just i was like why then why like the story you just told me about his uh backstory about what how he didn't want to do star wars that just pisses me off even more because i'm just like then why the fuck did you leave it open-ended for somebody to fuck it why would you be upset (laughs) just like oh my the the dissonance the dissonance between the star wars franchise and the marvel cinematic universe happening right next door at disney the fact that the fact that <laughs> kevin feige is over here planning out his ending 22 movies in advance where they're popping where, champagne where, probably whereas whereas you have here you have star wars here you have a known brand you have a you have a brand that has a, a following that's been going on for like 40 years at this point like you have these people who are so excited to see star wars come back to screens and you're just like, ah, we'll just see how it plays out. We'll do, we'll do this one, and then we'll see it. We'll see what people like about it, and then we'll just make the movie. Instead of having a plan, like your plan only needs to last three movies, and they couldn't even do that because they were they were trying legit. to, they were trying to play legit. It right here. <laughs> Bro, legit, you said it right there. All you needed was three movies. Three fucking movies. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is a span of collection. And all you needed was three. Three, like, bro. That's why I was so upset, too. Because I was like, I can pinpoint things I don't like about The Force Awakens. But at the end of the day, it's enjoyable. I can pinpoint things about The Last Jedi. And I slept through most of some of it. Because it's just... Well, you, I don't know if you... You were there, but I don't know if you turned... No, I was no. sleeping, bro. I didn't and, know. <laughs> bro, that whole thing with Finn... And, like, I don't know what... I, well, I, I slept, so I don't know what the fuck happened. But apparently, like, Finn did something. I, the, well, whatever. Well, Finn's story in The Last Jedi... The Rise of Skywalker just, like, just, like, retconned everything in that movie anyway. So you don't need to watch that movie. Bro! And then Poe wasn't even... Like, Poe was important, I guess, in The Last Jedi. But what the fuck did he do other than follow the orders of Leia? And then apparently I'm supposed to think he's this fucking amazing person in the last in the last Skywalker, the Rise of Skywalker. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I really don't give a fuck about him and this chick that he used to be friends. Who the fuck is this chick? 
It's Why should I give a fuck about her? JJ Abrams' friend. <laughs> she's friend. She's friends with JJ Abrams. What about? And, and she was like, the, the, she was like the hey, little guy. Uh, oh, the little guy. Oh, yeah. Well, well, what is it? She went up to JJ Abrams and he was like, "Hey, JJ, I, I'm hungry. I'm roll. hungry." And JJ Abrams was like, "I'll feed you." <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Here, go get yourself something nice. Good. <laughs> get you some of that Star Wars money. Exactly. <laughs> she only oh, shows man. her face and also, once. <clears throat> she only shows her face once, one time. Once. You're 100% right. Once. And at that point, I'm like, put that fucking face mask back on. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> like at that point, I'm like, why? What you? You're not doing anything, anyways. Like other than be like, yes, we're with you, Avengers. Go. Oh wait, I mean uh, Star Wars. Like <laughs> the, the, uh, the <laughs> like it was just like what? And my biggest upset with the whole series as a whole is I think they fucking dropped the ball with who the main character is. Mm. I know that they 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 want they wanted Ray to be the main character. But they clearly didn't know what the fuck they wanted with her. And that was such a disservice to the actress, Daisy Ridley. Because she's doing her fucking job, and you give her such a shitty story arc. Like, her hero's journey is fucked. There's no heroes... Like, her hero's journey starts in The Force Awakens, right? In The Last Jedi, where the fuck... She's go... Like, it's Kylo's movie. The Last Jedi is Kylo's movie. Where's her her hero's journey non-existent? And then you go back to the Rise of Skywalker, and you want me to follow her hero's journey? I fucking forgot what her point was, other than trying to be a Jedi. Like what the fuck? And then at the end, I'm supposed to feel some. I felt more for for Kylo because I was like, you know what? At the end of that, that when it was all said and done, I left, and I was like, this motherfucker should have been the main character. They should have done a reverse hero's journey and made kylo the main character because they knew exactly what to do with him they fucked ray's shit up i felt bad for her every time i watch these movies i feel bad for her i'm like give my girl some work she what the fuck i'm just (laughs) i mean (laughs) i love i love daisy ridley it's my wife but like she like they ruined her character like there's so many there's so many different aspects like i like every single time something happened in the movie i had to like pause it write it down up until i stopped giving a shit towards the end so like there's more shit in the mm. beginning that i that i wrote down as opposed to towards the end because at the, towards the end of the movie i just stopped like i just stopped giving a shit there was like too many things happening there's too many shit compounding on each other that i just you know i, I can't keep up with it but the snake but like but like ugh. i mean like i <laughs> i can't i can't handle like the how like look how they massacred my my movie franchise which first of all the fact that the fact that they were advertising it as the end of a nine story uh trilogy or like a nine story saga i was like since when since when since when did you decide that this was going to be the conclusion to the skywalker saga like there was no skywalker without a skywalker yeah there was no skywalker saga it's just you know they needed a way to sell the movie and i'm just like i i f- but that's what makes me f- frustrated too because that whole motto that whole thing makes me even more pissed because i'm like why was no one there that's like listen if this is gonna be a skywalker movie then fuck it let's give them a revert like let's just make kylo 
the, because he's the only Sky like he's the only one that has like a compelling story that's like oh shit like at the end he tur- I, I saw that coming from two movies away but either way it was still good it was still better than what they did with Ray Ray just decides to be a Skywalker nah fam uh uh-uh. uh that's not <laughs> what we like we don't like that shit here bro it's about family the whole thing was about family and now you're just gonna decide I'm a part of this family but you don't even know the family that much. You was with Leia for one scene. I think. Like, I think also the fact that they, the fact that Ryan Johnson killed Luke in the second movie, and then um, well, and then I, Carrie Fisher and Carrie Fisher passed away before they could film the third one, one. Yeah, really altered their plans a lot. Cause there's that bit where like Leia just like gives up and dies, and. Uh, calls out Ben and it's like and then and then Han Solo shows up I fucking you know? hated that that Martha moment I mean I feel I, I mean I think I, I think someone pointed out that like, it was supposed to be Leia that's supposed to call out to him and like I kind of agree with that opinion where like it, I, I think they were planning on putting Leia in that spot to go call call um call back uh, Ben Solo but because they couldn't yeah. film any new scenes with her they got um they got Harrison Ford to come back and do it which listen i'm not i'm not going to complain about only because of the current circumstances they did establish that kylo did have sort of something there with his dad mm-hmm. where it was kind of like unspoken you kind of can just notice that even though he killed them there was this thing there you know like that's why he's so fucking mentally unstable like there's just something there also and so i i wasn't mad at it the one thing is like though i was just like you can't just let leia give up that's just not her character you know like it's just Give her a better something. I don't know. I was just like, it just. <sighs> well, the, the the thing was, I think that you know, in the first in the She's first movie in the first care. movie, um, his dad tries it, fails. So the next time that would try it would be his mom. Or sorry, after his dad tries it, fails. Luke tries it, fails, and then you get Leia, and Leia's supposed to be the one which makes Leia's sense. Supposed to be the one that succeeds, but because but because the circumstances, she passed away. They couldn't film new scenes with her. Um, I understand why they had to do that. So that's not that's not what I'm knocking the movie on. What I'm knocking the movie mm-hmm. on is like they they decided to try that plot anyway, despite the fact that they couldn't do it. They said, "Well, I'm sure people won't notice." I'm like, "No, I, I noticed. I saw it." We both noticed. <laughs> like, I I, I um, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like that um, they were trying to do too many things. Which, first of all, they were trying really hard to retcon everything in The Last Jedi. That was that seemed like that was step one of whatever J.J. Abrams wanted to do. That seemed like his prerogative. Because I was like, this is anti-The Last Jedi, and I don't know how I feel about Think about, about it. all the most important scenes in, that happen in The Last Jedi, and there is a different and opposite reaction in The Rise of Skywalker. There's that the very first scene of The Last Jedi where like Rey hands the lightsaber to Luke, and Luke just like tosses it away. There's a scene in The Rise of Jedi where like um, Rey is trying to burn the lightsaber and Luke is like, this is the most important weapon. This is the most important thing in the entire world. Like, you know, you should be, you should handle it with more respect. I think the line was like a Jedi weapon should be treated with more respect than this or something like that, right? Um, there's yeah. a- which, which makes his character only feel hypocritical and it ruins his it sort ruins of Luke Skywalker. mentor thing it ruins Luke Skywalker, that he was trying. Well, also, I could see what Ryan Johnson was trying to do when he was like, listen, Luke's going to teach Ray like this because this is now how Luke is. 
because he was secluded and he decided to seclude himself. So this is how he feels about it. So I got it. But for you to be like, well, that was him before. Now he's like, you got to respect the fuck out of this. I'm just like, no, well, then that, that whole point of there was a whole training montage. That whole movie is gone then just with that. And I'm just like, the Ray's whole point training then is fucking mute. Like, what the fuck? There's, That's there's legit- a difference between a, a subversion of expectations and not knowing what you're doing with the movie and making shit up as you go. And I think, and yeah. I think Ryan Johnson just didn't have any idea what he wanted to do. He left no doors open. I mean, he left one door open, which is probably the most interesting part, is the fact that they were trying to end the Jedi and Sith and like we're gonna be like this kind of middle ground and like that could have been a I mean as far as as far as someone trying to establish an ending where the ending could possibly be um where this Jedi and Sith are no longer a thing it's just it's just everything it's just a kind of a, a gray point right that makes sense to me but because they didn't communicate that with anyone then and they didn't have a plan as to how they wanted the trilogy to end then then that you know it just it just ends up falling apart as a result. There's so many different things. Um, one of the other aspects is the fact that a Rose exists in the Last Jedi and in the Rise of Skywalker. I counted how many lines she had. She had like seven or eight. Seven? I thought it was just she one. Shows, but... She shows up. She shows up once or twice, and every single time she, tri- every single time there's an opportunity for her to do something, um, either either her or someone else tells her no. Like, in the very beginning, when they were about to go on their adventure, um, Finn is like, are you sure you don't want to come with us? And Rose was like, nah, I'm just going to stay here. And then at the very end of the movie, where Rose is like, I'll go with you, and Finn's like, no, it's too dangerous, stay here. I felt really I felt really bad for, yeah. for her, because, yeah. uh, because out of all the characters, um, she's the only one that got excluded. And she's the only new kid that got introduced by Ryan Johnson that got no, that got yeah. nothing. Um... That, so I feel really bad for uh, Kelly Marie, and I wish that they had written differently where she got like something. But uh, so her her entire character is like nullified. Um, Poe's main story arc in the Last Jedi was the fact that he was acting too impulsively, and so he needed to take a more measured approach and trust in the plan. In the Rise of Skywalker, every single time he tried to trust in the plan and take a measured take on the situation at hand everyone called him a dumb nerd and tried to act impulsively and then that worked out so his entire story arc in the last jedi is also nullified because uh the lesson that he learned apparently was useless yeah and the interesting thing about him in the last jedi is in the force awakens i felt like they were i'm like okay this is your han solo i see it now and the last jedi i was like oh he's different he's not like him He's different. He's a different character. And then in the Rise of Skywalker, we're like, no, no, no. He's that's him. This is the the Han Solo take take like that's him. That's the void he's filling. And I'm just like, but this was more interesting than this. Even though this was a different thing, a different spin, it still was more interesting to me because I'm like, I don't want a Han Solo take like you know stand in. I want an interesting person who's making impulsive decisions because he's fucking like. <laughs> And you're right. Like they, I'm, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> he was supposed to be. About, I'm really wondering about what, 
the movie could have been if J.J. Abrams did the whole trilogy because, like, the way he set up the characters... Probably better. The, the, yeah, the, the way that he set up the characters were, like, different where, like, he was kind of... He was really setting up Rey to be the successor to Han Solo. Like, where he was like, you know, hey, you know, if you need to... If you want to get out of Jakku, like, I do need a co-pilot. Like, you know, she was going to be under his way and she carried... She still has the same... Uh, the blaster that Han Solo gave, mm-hmm. um, gave her from the first movie. Like, she still has that... Um, as kind of like a as kind of like a callback as like you know she was supposed to be that Han Solo analog and um I feel like I feel like Finn got robbed as well in the Rise of Skywalker because oh his gosh, sto- his whole story arc in the Force Awakens was that he was a stormtrooper that saw the horrors of war so he ran away and then in the Rise of Skywalker they're just blasting stormtroopers left and right like fuck these people who cares you know never mind the fact that a lot of these people were conscripted um be, uh, be outside of their free will some of them were taken as children to be soldiers fuck them and then just to put the icing on the cake um Finn's whole thing of like oh I'm a stormtrooper and I defected and that was his uh, unique character trait he meets up with an entire <laughs> villager uh, an entire village of like stormtroopers that defected that saw the same horrors of war that he did and they all decided oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna defect we're gonna take your we're gonna take your character development and we're gonna build our own little community here <laughs> that's ours now, ours now. <laughs> and 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 the fact that they just oh kind of brushed God. that off and just kind of went like you know it's kind of a waste of a character so like now you have all of these characters oh, no, Finn. That, that have no potential growth and then and then now you want me to sit through a two and a half hour movie and and try to and try to understand what their character motivations are at this point um i i don't know like the, the it's a mess um yeah, I, yeah well well following it up with finn what you brought up was exactly what happened it's just like the thing with him that frustrates me also is you can clearly see there was an end for Ray. There's an end for Kylo. Their relationship was pivotal. Finn, there's no fucking end. Where the fuck is the end for him? And he was, mind you, this guy was a poster. Yeah. He had his own poster. How the fuck are you going to do my boy like that? Like, why not make him also use the force? Like clearly, he could use the wield the like. Well, he was. I think wh- he was supposed to be the the Leia analog, where he's supposed to be the he's supposed to be the one on. The well, they dropped that and shit. He was supposed to be. He's supposed to be force sensitive, and they kind of do allude to that in the Rise of Skywalker a little bit, where he goes, "I have a feeling. I have I'm a sorry. feeling." Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, 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 but. Um, I, I've... And I, I, I hate the fact that, that they did that because that feeling, the whole time we were like, what the fuck is your feeling? Are you feeling for Rose? Are you feeling for Poe? Are you feeling because you're set for a sense? What is it? There's no answer. There's no answer. He was totally just... going to tell Ray that he loved her. There's that, there's that one little bit. I mean, I That's guess. Real. I That's guess. Real. No I matter guess. what anyone says, they did an interview where it was like, what was, what was Finn going to say? to Ray when they were going to fall into that quicksand. And I think J.J. Abrams or John Boyega was like, oh, he was just going to say that he was Force-sensitive. I was like, that's not something that you shout out when you're about to die. You know? And that's why I'm like, they didn't They didn't know. They, didn't, they don't fucking... They're just coming up with this. Um, 
Like so, they did not <laughs> want to like, admit the fact that there was supposed to be a potential love story there, and but then they decided to go with the awful. They ship, fucked it up with the awful ship between Ray and Kylo. Oh my god, I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I know Steph loves that shit, and she got the ending. I told her. I told her before we went. Uh, Stephanie wanted to see Kylo and Ray together, right? Okay. Long story short, I said, J.J. Abrams is going to do this. This is what I told her. I said. J.J. Abrams is going to do what? He's going to appease to the fans. Why? Because he knows that shit sells. Because that's exactly what he did in The Force Awakens. So he's going to repeat it because he knows it works. So he's going to listen to all you fucks on the internet that keep saying they need to be together, just like Joker and Harley. And he's going to make it th- make it a thing. And guess what? It was a fucking thing. And I was like, I'm not surprised. At this point, like, I know what J.J. Abrams is going to do with this series. So just, just like... Do you remember... Did, did you ever watch uh, Pacific Rim? No, I only saw like clips of it. I haven't seen it though. Um, but the first one or the second the one, or one. does it matter? Okay. Um, but ba- but yeah, the, I haven't seen Guillermo's. Yeah. What what I'm what I'm trying to get at is uh, is a uh, Pacific Rim. The main characters, uh, Mako and White Guy. I don't know what his name is. Um, they they White Guy's fine. White Guy White Guy Johnny. They they're they're friends. <laughs> they're friends. And there's not a forced romance in that. And um, I, I guess if you're going to watch it, I won't spoil it too much. But I'll say that I'll say that it, they don't force a romance on screen because there is no chemistry that way. And I feel like if you, wa- if you watch Pacific Rim and watch the ending and you tell me if that's not the way that The Rise of Skywalker should have ended... But um, I'm curious. Now I might just fucking watch. <laughs> there's there's the one there's the one scene that looks exactly like the scene from The Rise of Skywalker, and you'll know exactly what it is. Um, <clears throat> you'll see it. You know, be like, that's what they should have done between these two characters. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. It it it's it's all awful. That whole sequence as well. Um, oh, like like the only redeeming part of the movie I think is the fight in the in the water. I only like that also because it was a it was a reference to uh, Duel of the Fates between Anakin and Obi Wan, but there was no music in it. I was watching it and there's no music. Well, I kind of like that there was no music though because it it made you like focus on the emotional thing between both of them, you know. But it was like zoomed so, out shots of like waves crashing and like water, like you just hear like the the beam beam of like lightsabers going together. Um, Whereas yeah. in the trailer, actually, there was apparently a new remix of Duel of the Fates that they were going to use for this movie. Oh. Like, John Williams um, composed a new version of Duel of the Fates, and you hear it in the trailer, sort of. And I feel like they there's like there's like so much, actually, in the original uh, script of uh, The Rise of Skywalker, John, uh, um, he, he made like a bunch of tracks that just never got released because uh the movie went into a different direction before uh before those went into production and one of them was an entirely new version of duel of the fates and it just never got used and i wish that they had either used it then or they used it later during the during the scene where like palpatine who is alive um is is uh, is taking in ray I, big breath i i absolutely hate the fact that 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 palpatine is is back i i hate that that's I when I knew the movie was going to be shit. I hate that he's involved in any sort of way. I like, I, Listen, I like Palpatine as a character, but I, I feel like he should not have been there. Absolutely not. When, um, when, so let's, let's, let's rewind. And when that trailer came out, when he laughs at the end, 
and everybody lost their shit and everybody was like holy fuck this is gonna be nuts this is gonna be crazy i in my little fucking brain that i have went they fucked it up already yeah they fucked it up already it's already fucked this shit's fucked already because they're bringing him back they gotta sell motherfuckers. Well, because well, you know why that is. That's what I was like, what the fuck? You know why that does is. Does he have to do with anything? They killed Snoke. That's <laughs> why. Fucked this crusty old man. Because yeah. they killed they kill. And then he's like, ha, I am your grandfather. Bro, I'm like, how are you going to do beat for beat what the... I was just like, bro, this doesn't happen. Like, he just comes out of nowhere. He's like, yeah, I'm. you're, you're my kid. What? What? It's not the same as Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. It's just not. Here, I'll, I'll make it. It's, I'll I'm make sorry. It, I'll make like, it worse. Do you want to know how I can make it worse? Uh, it's. Oh, that. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's revealed. It's revealed through some sort of like a, a Star Wars fact or like interview or like some book that just got announced. Oh, the novelization I think of the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. It's revealed that mm. that mm-hmm. was where Palpatine was the whole time, and that the 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 Emperor that Darth Vader threw down the well in. The Death Star was not the real Palpatine. It was a clone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soak, so, soak, so, soak it in. So, soak it in. Just soak it in. You know how much that fucks up. <laughs> So not only not only do you ruin this character, but you go back and retroactively ruin someone else's storyline as well. Yeah, like why would you just leave that be? You you didn't they didn't they, this was not for I fucking hate Palpatine. I don't, at this point now I don't like I his character. Palpatine. I love Palpatine. I, lo- I love his giant I, I love the fact it. that he was swinging around on a giant robot arm. <laughs> well, what the, he was Hades the whole time. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> that was my, oh other, my, that was my and, other issue. Is with the thing is that the 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 scourge of scale in this movie is so prominent. Whereas, um, in in the original Star Wars, the the main the main thing was that you had a giant super weapon that could destroy a planet. The main threat was that you had this you had this giant spaceship that could focus a laser that could destroy a planet, right? That seems like that seems like insane, the fact that it would destroy a planet. But then you go further and you go to Starkiller Base and what it does is it sucks the it sucks the energy of a star and it destroys five planets or three or something like that. And I'm like, okay, it's like a slightly bigger Death Star, that's fine. But then you have the final order fleet and every single one of those star destroyers has a cannon that can destroy a planet. The the the, the threat is too big that yeah. it kind of loses all tension where it doesn't seem plausible that the bad guy would win. You know what I mean? Like in like with the death star it's it's going to destroy a planet. That's fine. Like it's 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 horrifying, but at the same time it's like in in the in the context of, of a space battle, that's that's a realistic goal for a villain. Like it's small enough that you can manage it, but large enough that it's a threat. When you have a character go over and be like, "I'm gonna destroy all the galaxies," it's like, well, he can't possibly do that because the bad guy the bad guy has to lose 
at this point. Like, yeah. It doesn't seem like you can't yeah. you can't believe me. You can't. Um, there's no there's no suspension of this belief where I'm gonna assume that this bad guy is ever gonna win. Of course he's gonna lose. The 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 the, the threat is too large. He has to be stopped in some way, shape, or form. Especially if they want to make another mm-hmm. movie. So the the fact that the fact that the first order fleet was just hanging around um in this planet in this giant ass planet where like a bunch of people were just like chilling by the way all these all these ships were fully furnished and like fully staffed and you still couldn't find out where this planet is <laughs> think think about Bro. think about uh, think about like if you told a secret to 20 people how quickly that secret would go away can you imagine how how hard it would be to keep the whereabouts of a planet unknown between like ten thousand people on every single one of those ships and there's like a billion ships that glittered across the sky when they all flew up? Someone has to have spilled the beans and found oh this is how you get to Exegol. <laughs> Someone had to have found yeah. out one way, shape, or another. There's there's no it, it, yeah. it's too big of a secret to keep. So so that doesn't even make sense to me in the first place. The yeah. fact the fact that the Palpatine is still is still back and alive that doesn't make sense to me either. All of this is just awful. Yeah, it's it's too convoluted to the point where it's like, even if you try, if they because they did, even if they try, you try to like bring it back and like scale it back and like be like try to pick, pick, put the pieces back together, it's to the point where the stakes are too much. The characters have no, like, real motives other than possibly two. Yeah. The, the send-offs for most of the characters is terrible. Most of the ending isn't even ended. It's just left open. And the ending itself, like, the main ending that's supposed to end the whole series is a person deciding to be a Skywalker. She didn't embrace her parents who were... She didn't embrace her parents who decided not to let her be. Like, there was, there's something there where I'm like, so you decide that your your family, even though it has Palpatine in it, is not important. Even though your dad decided, or was it her dad or her mom? Either way, one of them decided, we're not going to let you go down this route. But... No, it's okay. I don't. You guys, I, you guys don't matter anyways. I'm a Skywalker. I think like there was a there was a scene. Uh, there's a scene very early in the movie where uh, uh, someone goes up to her and asks her what's her name was. She goes, "My name's Ray." It's like, "What's your uh, what's your family name?" And Ray was like, "I don't have a family name. I, I don't have a family." And um, at the very end of the movie, she gets asked that same question, like, "What's your name, Ray? Ray who?" And I feel like. For there to have been actual like character growth in there, um, it shouldn't have been a matter of like what she decides to call herself, like what which family she decides to identify with. I feel like her answer should have just been, "My name's Ray." I feel like that would have been. I feel like that would have been a better. That that would have been a better ending to that word, because it's not about whether or not you're a Palpatine or a Skywalker. It should be about the fact that it didn't matter in the first place because she was Rey before and after she found out that she was a Palpatine. It shouldn't have mattered what her name that, was. Yeah. So when that old lady asked her what her name was, I should she should have just been like, just Rey. My name's just Rey. I'm from I'm from here. My name's Rey. Um, also, right before that, just the symbolic gesture of like 
taking the lightsabers, putting them in a nice clean like red cloth, tying them up and burying them in the sand as a symbolic gesture that the Jedi is over, we no longer need these weapons, the war is over, it's done. And then she just goes out the next second over and just like pulls out her own lightsaber and I'm like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> you just have your own, you just, you're the only one allowed to have it now? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. None it's of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. Pay attention We're to trying to make sense of it, but none of it makes sense. If I mean, her... The, what, if, you, if you pay attention just, to the lightsaber, it, of it, it makes like the different crystals on it, so it can be any color, and she, she went with yellow. But that's a cool design for a lightsaber, but like, if you're going to have that, should have had it earlier in the movie, not at the very, very end, where like you decide to bury all the other lightsabers. That right. doesn't make any sense to me. Also, the Knights of Ren... Were they there? Were they? Were they fucking there? Because they? because well, I have people online see it saying, and Steph believes this too, and I can see it. But were they there in that moment where Kylo went to with uh to help Rey, yeah. and he was fighting those people? Was that them? No. There's no com- was it confirmed no, or no. was it not? I don't know if it was or wasn't, but. They even they even showed off the fact that the Knights of Ren were people that they hired from. Uh, they're they're like they're like a they know Taekwondo like they're they're like martial artists. They were they were from <laughs> no like no, no, no like they they uh they made the point of showing off like the the actors they got for the Knights of Ren were all actors from the movie called The Raid. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, no, no, and I props. I, I I've seen it and I saw their moves and I I was like, yeah, that's so, fucking badass. So they were, so, I, they were just the, the, so they were teasing the fact they were teasing the fact that these guys know all sorts of martial arts. They're gonna have a sick ass boss battle at the, at the end of the trilogy. Just you wait, and then and then Kylo Ren walks in, whack. and the Knights of Ren. He just he, Kylo Ren just turns around, shoots him with a blaster, and the guy just dies, and that's it. Where's the Taekwondo? Where's the... <laughs> it was probably in the other script. I don't know. It was probably in the other script. <laughs> probably at this point. Did you read it? I don't want to... The, the thing is, I don't want a J.J. Abrams cut of <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker. I think I'm good with just letting it bury that shit with the lightsabers. That's what I'm saying. But then he's going to pull out a new <laughs> just... lightsaber. Fuck. No. <laughs> Fuck. Go back. Did you ever? Read, did you ever read the uh, the Colin Trevorrow script? Um, I didn't read it all. I will see. This is the thing is, I wanted to read it because I, I I actually wanted to see his movie, where I was like, at this point, like if they bring JJ back, I had a feeling he was just gonna, you know, do Someone the same thing, and I. I was like, if you got Ryan Johnson, who does know sci-fi, he does. You can't deny that he didn't. But you look, he look, he kind of <laughs> does. Look, you might you might disagree, but he kind of does. He the only thing he didn't clearly understand was Star Wars sci-fi because it's completely different than general sci-fi. Star Wars has its own lore that if you don't know how to juggle that shit, that shit gonna you gonna look like a sad clown. And so he looked like a sad clown. And but. Colin Trevorrow could have I just wanted to see it you know I just wanted to see I wanted at this point I was thinking if we're gonna get a different director of a movie just fucking do it then so let's see what he can come up with but so I I didn't read the whole script but but there is someone made a someone made a video and I'll send it to you after this um someone made it someone mm -hmm. made an animated movie or of a 
the basic gist Ooh. of what the what the Colin Trevorrow script was supposed to be, and it is. It, it doesn't retcon The Last Jedi. It's not a perfect movie, and it doesn't, you know, it, it it's a proper send-off, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot better than the way that The Rise of Skywalker was structured, because The Rise of Skywalker was trying to be a trilogy all on its own, but this one was trying to be a, yeah. this one was trying to be a continuation of, um, of The Last Jedi. You know, the idea that, the idea that Rey had to be a Palpatine is not in that script. The fact that, um... The fact that Rey and Kylo have to get together is not in that script. They actually give Rose something to do. They actually, you know, they actually make proper sense of it. They actually give Rey the cool double lightsaber that we thought she was going to get because she has a staff. All that's in there. And it's not the perfect script, but it is significantly better than the half-assed um, walking back that we got off of The Rise of Skywalker. Bro! Give me that movie. <laughs> I, even if it's not as good, I guarantee it would have been at least... It would have... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Because all of that sounds already better than what we got. Because what J.J. Abrams did was just not what I wanted at all. It was too It was too expected. It was too, like... Uh, like if you... If you... Look, it, you don't got to be, like, a big... You don't got to be super intelligent... To know how stories go and if you know the general gist of a hero's journey you know how this shit gonna end <laughs> you know how this shit's gonna end and you know how it's gonna go and jj abrams didn't fucking change it up so the fact that that script exists and that was those plans were there like that's what i wanted to see because that was the de- like that was developed and that should have just been properly like sit like ryan johnson fucked it up sure but at least follow it up you know because it's like then you're just also not just shitting on star wars you're shitting on ryan johnson like it's still fucked up to shit on him even though he like he did a job you know he was he's hired to be a director he directed it even though you didn't like it he still did it i mean why would you just shit on it completely like it just doesn't seem respectful respectful for me for someone to just disregard it like that and it's just it makes me feel bad for Ryan Johnson, honestly, because I'm just like, the dude obviously was just throwing Hail Marys and was like, we'll see if this sticks. We'll see if this sticks. But like not to continue to not continue it is just like, then what's the point of having a trilogy? I think because it's I, like, I, I get the reason why he didn't want to continue that movie from where Ryan Johnson left off because he did kind of left me off in the kind of a fucked up state. Because again, there is, I feel like there is a difference between, um, subverting someone's expectations versus just throwing away every single thing that was set up and as a fan mm. as a fan of a very recent tv show about dragons that got that ended recently there's a difference between a subversion of expectations and just completely throwing out setups from like from like you know like this is this is where we expect this character to go because we, that's the way that we set it up for how many seasons and because you want to shock the audience, you're going to go a completely different route. And the payoff is only good for that initial moment, but then when you think about it some more, it's like, wait, why did this occur? Why why was it like this? Mm-hmm. And I understand the need to walk back that entire movie, but there could have been a more elegant way to do it. And I, I maybe it's just because we never got it, but I kind of feel like I like the Colin Trevorrow script a lot better. 100%. But. I mean, just hearing your your what you said about it, 
Bro, yeah. oh my gosh. Like, because you could still follow up The the Last Jedi how as fucked up as it was. You could still follow it up. Because you could use that fucked up state, that weird fucked up state of that it got left on, and use that as a way to sort of make this movie even look better exactly. as the last movie. Right. But J.J. Abrams didn't do that. He just did exactly what people wanted. Mm. And I'm just like, bro, why? Like, why? Just fucking, just, it's just. We'll never know. Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's Star Wars. But, <laughs> that, I, I wish it wasn't, though. <laughs> because I love the lore of it. Like, I always, I always look back and I'm always like, when I was a kid, the thing about Star Wars that I loved so much was the Jedi and the Jedi were so cool to me like seeing Samuel Jackson with his purple lightsaber or just in general like there's so much lore to it that I thought was so dope so much so interesting and so cool that you know to go back to that in a newer you know updated form like this I was a little disappointed with everything and I just I was like it doesn't take a fucking brainiac to realize that this is poor poor storytelling through and through from every single movie and I feel disappointed one because The Force Awakens that'll be fine I'll let that one go it was the first movie I get it Last Jedi it's Ryan Johnson the dude is a director auteur like he directs good movies and for him to do that I was just like you had me sleeping bro and then at the <laughs> and then for The Rise of Skywalker J.J. Abrams didn't change anything. I was just like, bro, why would you, why? Like, why? Like, I get that you don't want to do what Ryan did, but that doesn't mean you got to exactly do what people want because we see that if you do exactly what people want, no one is ever going to be satisfied because people want different things. Yeah. And it's just like, why would you focus? I mean, it was mishandled to begin with, you know, with the whole, like, sending it off and trying to make a new trilogy and try and throwing shit at the board and trying to find a way to make more money exactly. because we need new toys we need new merchandise we need it's just the whole thing obviously was rooted from not a place of like care yeah. like people just didn't care like they just wanted money and it's just upsetting like it's just like this has the potential to be such a good drama space drama and it already is but you're just going to make the original space drama that fucking created a hero's journey. You're going to fuck that up like that. That's what that's what pisses me off the most when I think about it, because I'm like, you just tarnish that for some people. There's some people who grew up with that. Well, don't like, worry. That's, that to me is fucked up. Don't worry, because the next trilogy that they're going to come up with is going to take place oh, in the High Republic <laughs> um, hundreds of years before any of this should ever happen, because you cannot go forward anymore. The future is fucked. You have to go to the past. So, we'll see what next what what the next asshole does with the Star Wars brand. But until then, watch The Mandalorian season two. Well, that oh, I'm definitely gonna watch that. But uh, oh, I got finished. We gotta start season one. You haven't. But then that that no, dude, I have not started it. I know, I know, I know, I know. Good. Baby Yoda, I know. Good. I know. <laughs> Baby Yoda, yeah. But, <laughs> but that next asshole who's gonna try to make no movies is none other than Kevin Feige himself. So I really? have hope that at least they'll be interesting. Yeah, they were like, listen, we're fucking it up. 
<laughs> we're gonna give it to you, bro. <laughs> they literally just that's it. They're like, we need to make good movies or else people are not gonna because the Force Awakens made a lot of money. Last Jedi made a lot of money. Rise of Skywalker was below those. Like, you cannot deny that it, it, it made a lot of money, but not that much as they expected. Yep. And so it was a disappointment for them. Yep. And that's a big thing that they had to readjust and reevaluate because they were like, if we need to sell more shit, we need this to be top, you know? So yeah. they're going to try to continue it, especially with the shows and everything, but we'll see what happens. We'll see how, how much old lore they can pick out, pick apart and try to fuck up. I hope, I hope Kenobi the... is good. I hope Kenobi is good. <laughs> I hope so too. I have high hopes for Kenobi specifically. Kenobi wants my. Friend. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good ass character. They're gonna so. look it up. Fuck, dude! Don't you just put that out in the world? Don't put the, Don't put it in the universe. No. <laughs> Ewan. What? How do you pronounce his name? Ewan. 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 Is it Ewan? Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. Christopher Robin. We can't fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much in the last in the rise of Skywalker that I'm just like <sighs> to parse through but it. I'm, I, like, okay, here. Can I read off my my list really quickly, just to? Just oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just to so just round it so, out. So, go, so go, the go. very first thing was the dead speak. Why is Palpatine just broadcasting a call out? I don't understand what the deal is. When how and why Palpatine is just like, yo, I'm over here, motherfuckers, you can't touch me. Um, <laughs> Gangster shit. He really just decided to be thug life. Yeah. He, he released a video on Instagram Live of him with like glasses. Yeah, he was, he was he, like, yo, what's up? Come get me. He's 6'9. He's 6'9'd it. He came back and was like, I'm back. Oh um, my gosh. Who were those people in the beginning and why did they just have the Sith holocron hanging out in a treasure chest out in the open? Like the people, the, the village that Kylo Ren was attacking, it was just in a treasure chest. Dude. Some unknown, some unknown, you know, we don't know any of these Not stories. explained. Not explained. Let's just drop and that it's, in there. It's, it's, not in the, it's not in the opening crawl either. Like, it's just like Kylo Ren just goes to a planet. Fuck it. Um, Snoke Jar. That's all it says. And I think that's, I think that's all. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh. I'll leave the, that one there. Were the fully staffed Final Order fleet just chilling underground, waiting for someone to show up for decades? Because if we're yeah, expected, if we're expected to believe, if we're expected to believe that Palpatine's just been hanging out here since the end of Return of the Jedi, that was before that was before Rey was born, um, and Daisy Ridley is like almost thirty years old, which means they've been chilling for like at least thirty years. They've been waiting for for someone to come into that Coliseum so they could cheer. Um, That's all they were. <laughs> there was a line that Poe says, which just says, "Somehow Palpatine returned." It just says, "Lazy and uninventive." <laughs> um, the line itself is. <laughs> where, oh, where were the Knights of Ren all Somehow. this time, and why did they just now show up? Like they weren't there in the Last Jedi. They were being teased in the Force Awakens, and they just completely jobbed at the end of the Rise of Skywalker. Like they barely did anything. Which is what complete waste of their talent. Because again, they're martial arts dudes. They could, they didn't even do a single kick in that entire movie. Not a single one. They were supposed to, and they were also supposed to be the same tier as Kylo, if not some of them better. So it was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they definitely Kylo dropped brought the ball. a gun though, so it's fine. Um, oh, when they find Ochi's ship in the middle of the desert, 
It's been there for like ever since, ever since Luke became a Jedi, like after the Death Star blew up. So that means it was also chilling there for the exact same amount of time that the Final Order was being around, which means no one went back and reached for the ship. Okay, Palpatine hired this guy. To, <laughs> Palpatine hired this guy to go kill his uh, go kill his children and grab his granddaughter. Right when he didn't come mm. back, they didn't send a single person out there to go check on like where the fuck was he for like twenty plus mm. years. Um, is Snoke on your list? Snoke jar, I think, is the only thing on the list. Um, what he just shows up in a jar, that's it. I honestly forgot about that moment. Um, before Ray left, he she says, "There's so much I want to tell you," and then Finn says to Ray later on, "Ray, I never told you. None of these were ever set up or referenced ever again." <laughs> like like when like when like when Ray was crying in Leia's arms, they did that just because yeah. they did that just because they needed a shot of like Carrie Fisher hugging Daisy Ridley, but they didn't set that scene up properly. So that had nothing to do with the story, and also Finn's uh, Finn's thing that she, he wanted to tell Ray never got mm-hmm. told. So we're just supposed to, you're just supposed to. We're supposed that. to guess. Yeah, we're supposed to guess. Uh, C three PO's big dramatic death just gets reversed immediately his whole thing of like, i knew that his, whole, his yeah. whole thing of like having his memory erased and like how i just want to see all my friends for the last time and then he goes back home and r2 is like yo dude i got a backup of your cloud saves right here well that is that's funny but it's also funny how he said that line right he's like i gotta see my friend how are they they're your friends they weren't there when you like yeah, they didn't friends, share memories with dead. like <laughs> yeah like, where are they <laughs> What are you talking? Which friends? Uh, my next one is how can Ray sense Chewie on Ren's ship from Khajiit miles away, but not a few feet away in the desert when she blows up the ship? <laughs> uh, because we're supposed to believe. Yeah. It's drama. That, the oh force. Uh, Unexplained. Zori says to Poe, I've been saving up my whole life to get me out of here using this all access passport. And then a few minutes later, just says, "Here, take my passport." Uh, Ray goes to Kylo Ren's ship, and Darth Vader's helmet, along with the Sith dagger and everything, was just hanging around out in the open in an unlocked room. Like it was just, it was just chilling, and like Kylo Ren's room was just like open for the stormtroopers to walk in. <laughs> um, they never, they never established that the that the blade had a little pop out thing. Do you remember that the dagger, when she grabbed it and like lined it up with the wreckage of the Darth Vader? Oh so yes, she, she pulls my out fucking little, god. She pulls out like a little tape measure off the side that points to where the Sith holocron is, and they never, they never explained how she figured that out or why that's a thing. It fucking happened. It just happened, and I was just. Like I was like, how are we? How am I supposed to believe that this is just happening now? Am I, how am I supposed to go with the story right now? Uh, spe- speaking of that dagger, uh, roughly half of the movie is spent securing that MacGuffin for another MacGuffin that just gets destroyed in the next scene over. So they spend like half of the movie looking for that dagger, and then as soon as Ray gets it, um, Kylo Ren just crushes it in his hands the very next scene. So half of that movie was for nothing. Yeah. And I think. 
They were, they were supposed to be equivalent of Infinity Stones, I guess, but what the and fuck the, were they and supposed the, to be? The very last thing on my list is just the whole Star, Star Destroyers oh, having huh. Death Star cannons on them, which I already talked about, so that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, those are all the things I noticed, and mind you, I was only half paying attention to the movie. I'm sure if I actually sat there attentively, I would notice more, <laughs> but like, I just couldn't barely yeah. look at it anymore. It, it was Star Wars is like one of my favorite Fair. series, but like the fact that they just decided to just ruin it like this and they did in fact ruin it um kind of sucks like i'm not gonna cry about it but like it kind of sucks that they, they yeah. you know like it's kind of sucks to know that this is a franchise that people have grown up with for like so many years it's like 40 years old and they could just they just decide we're, we're just gonna use it to get as much money as we can and not even care about what the story's gonna be yeah that's it see that's the, yeah and that's the sad part that's all i got and moral of the story, kids. Don't watch movies. If you're a studio exec, <laughs> that, and if you ever become a studio exec, don't be dumb as fuck. <laughs> don't be a fan of anything. You will, you will always be let down. <laughs> Imagine telling that to your kids, bro. That would be yeah. so upsetting. <laughs> moral of the story is don't let Disney buy your franchise. Don't let Disney buy anything. Just, just cut, the just head cut of, to that one screenshot fuck. of like George Lucas like selling the Star Wars license, and he looks like he's about to die. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think he he definitely died inside. Laughing uh, <laughs> all the way to the bank, he kept the toy license. So. Oh yeah, he he did. That was I a, did not that know was that. one stipulation. He was like, "Look, you guys can keep making all the movies that you want." But oh, I he's want, smart I as want fuck. the cut of all the merchandise. He's smart as he fuck. Knows. Cause Cause he knows. Because that's where the money is. Yeah. That's he, he knows as that's as exactly as where the money is. But, but yeah, that's uh, that's all. That's all I got. For Rise of Skywalker. That's all I got too. That's all I got for the Rise about of that topic. Yeah. I mean, I could go on a little bit more about other stuff that we didn't mention, but honestly, I don't want to. Like. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> next time. Yeah, the tune in next time, folks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, do, we'll do that for next time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll save this. Uh, but yeah, that seemed like a that seemed like a pretty good combo, Darwin. Thank you. Man, I was not expecting. Um, I mean, I knew we were gonna talk about the Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> uh, the Rise of Skywalker, but mm-hmm. man, dude, I. I was so upset, and I still kind of am, and so, but it, it it is what it is. It's a movie. Yeah. Um, watch it if you want or not. Mm-hmm. At the, at the end of the day, it is it is just a movie, and like people who are like, you should just we should just like it. It's like, no, you could you can criticize you can criticize something that is in, yeah. objectively bad, but don't lose sleep over it because like it, it is just a movie. But at the same time, this movie does mean something to certain you know to a certain amount of people. Like you know, people can't get attached to media in a sense. So. It's it's dismissive to just discount the people that feel that way, but also, um, I don't know, like like take it take it well, we're seriously, just, but don't take it too seriously. Listen, yeah, we're we're giving you guys a life lesson, bro. Like, be a fan, but also, don't give a fuck that much because people will disappoint you sometimes, be, and it be, happens. Be it's life. No it. one's perfect. Be objective about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay to criticize the thing that you like because it just means that you like it a lot. The fact that you have a lot of people crying out and like being angry about this movie means that's how much they care about the movie. Because like you know, this is going against any, everything that they actually wanted 
for the film franchise because they know because they've been with the series for like such a long time you know I don't know yeah. except for Raylo fans they got what they wanted they got what they wanted fuck fuck they got what they wanted they kissed you happy they kissed Physically, <laughs> that, physically that's all I gotta say about that, but, folks. Uh, he should have killed her, but they kissed. They kissed. Just, just watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> I, I almost want to just leave it at that. <laughs> just watch The Mandalorian. Oh, all right, Darwin. All right. <clears throat> Is there anything else you want to say before I um, end this podcast? No, just uh, <clears throat> thanks for thanks for having me on. Uh, if you if you if you want to chat some more, I'm down. You know where to find me. Oh I, yeah, oh, of course, bro. I mean it's quarantine time. Everyone's at home. Everyone's quarantined. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Everyone's fucking stuck. Come yeah, come 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 check me out. There you go. All right, all right. Well, Darwin. Until the next time, I'll catch you later. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for hopping on to this podcast. I do appreciate that a lot. Of course, of course. So, thank you, and. <clears throat> Have a good one, bro. Thanks, you too. We'll talk. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. How do you? What? It's right here. Oh. Right now, I'm doing the outro without a video. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing me live. No, I'm just playing. Um, so there you guys go. That was the podcast. Um, there's no video to this ending because my camera, if you have noticed, my phone camera fucking reached its peak, its limit. It cannot, it's four stroke limit. It's, it's gone. But, um, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, a lot to talk about with Darwin. Um, you can follow him actually on YouTube. Um, I think he mentioned it in the podcast, but he does stream video games. If you guys are into streaming games, do please go support him. Um, Soramoto is his YouTube channel. S O R A M O T T T O. Two T's, not three. Fuck, I messed up. Two T's O. Soramoto on YouTube. Go look that up. Subscribe to him. Give him all the love. Um, but yeah, there you guys go. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, before I leave you guys, I want to do like a late plug. Um, I make shirts, guys. Go to tpublic.com. Tpublic.com. Look for Revo Art, that's R-E-V-X Art, and you can find shirts that I have up there. Do you guys have masks? Are you guys safe? If you don't, there are also masks up on the Public website. Get a uh, Planet of the Apes uh, mask to look cool and, 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 and dope out and about when you're shopping for your um, Pokemon cards. <laughs> so uh, there you guys go with that also want to let you guys know you can always stop by my website revxart.com I sell art prints I'm starting now to sell um, Pokemon cards only because of the volume of Pokemon cards I'm opening I would like to give them back I do different special bundles on there so go just check it out and uh, yeah guys um, if you're listening to this on Spotify continue to follow me more episodes are to come if you're watching this on YouTube hit that like button hit that subscribe button you know the fucking drill. All right. Until the next episode, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening, watching, or whatever the case. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs>